Extra, extra, read all about it. Four people fooled. I'm Bobby Lashley, and I'll take one of those papers, kid. Hey, wait a minute. I don't see anything about four people fooled. Extra, extra, read all about it. Five people fooled. Wah, wah, wah. What is this for? Greetings, everyone, and welcome to Smart Wrestling Fan, the longest-running weekly episodic pro wrestling podcast in history. I'm Joe Negron, along with Mr. Mutant Larry. I am Mr. Mr. Mutant Larry. I can't say it right. Mr. Mutant Larry. Drug-free is the way to be, kids. That's what they say, but um, not if you're riddle. Um, We'll talk about that and more. So uh, this is episode number 914. 915 will be next week. It will be. And 915 will be a special episode. We'll tell you why later. Uh... Wow. Wow. We have a lot of wrestling to talk about. And we didn't even... We have we, a lot of good stuff to talk about. There's there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of mediocre stuff. How about that? Wait Medi- a minute. There's some mediocre. And you know, what's, the, you know what's bad? You yeah. missed most of the really good stuff. I know. Well, I tried to stay up for it, and I got so upset at the beginning of the show, I didn't watch it. I know. I understand that, but... I, you it must was have not been, required viewing in the, in the syllabus. So I know you must have been in a mood because it was actually excellent. So um, we're talking about the Ring of Honor pay per view this past weekend, um, but we'll uh, we'll talk about all the wrestling of the week. Um, we oh, obviously not all of it. We can't because there's too much. But we'll do our <laughs> normal stuff. Plus we'll give you some updates. We'll do some news. Uh, did, did, all the things. I have yeah. to interrupt. Did yeah. I miss the best of seven series? They took a week off. You can do that. I I was trying to think of the best things of the week, and I naturally went to that and said, "Right, no, they take the third. They took the the sorry, the fourth week off, and then they have they come back on week five for match four. Yeah, there you go. It's incredible that a best of seven, let alone a best of seven multi man, would even be what I'm looking forward to every week. But when you're when you're involving six of the, especially in tag team situation, best wrestlers um, alive today, you could argue." I would say that, um, yeah, that's something to look forward to. It's a real treat to see those uh, best seven matches. If you don't know what we're talking about. Well, guess what, kids? About you don't get it this week. Dynamite. So um, you I'll don't get it, it this week. Right. But there was some really good AEW stuff this week. And Rampage was actually way better. We'll say that. Because there's no way it was going to be worse than last week. <laughs> well, okay. But it still was a little too much chocolate in your peanut butter. Well, yeah, of course. Well, we're going to find out what. The Ring of Honor TV deal is, so stay tuned for that. Um, we're going to find Talk out that. all the things that happened. Who failed the drug test? We, we're going to find out who <gasps> failed multiple drug tests. We're going to find out. We're going to find I'm out. Totally scared. This, this is the teasers for later. We're going to find out all kinds of things. We're going to find out who had to dress up like a Christmas elf. These are the things we're going to find out. Got to be Rey Mysterio, right? Had to be. <sighs> Oh, elf. I didn't say elf. Oh. Who's taller? Ah. Alf or Rey Mysterio? Who's what? Taller? Yeah. I don't know. I never really got a handle on Alf's height. Okay. Do you think it, it changed? Just no. Because they would hold him up higher at sometimes, lower others? Y- yeah, probably. Yeah. So but how remember- did they handle that when they switched puppeteers? On the Muppets, when some of them die, say say the old 
say what was his yeah. name jim jim hansen jim hansen yes and when jim hansen died he looked kind of tall let's say he was six two yeah what if the guy who replaced him was five ten then you have him Dude, stand, on, he stand you, on a box yes you stand on a box exactly that's exactly what you do because you want the puppets to be even unless there's one taller than you know like if bert is taller than ernie then you have to adjust that so if bert's puppeteer is shorter you have to put him on a box so he, bert's head is above ernie's head yes do you think what, what if it was like that death of leopard thing? What if Jim Henson had been in an automobile accident? And lost oh, and his he only hand? had one arm. Yeah. How? What would he do? He would just you puppet with one hand, and then you have another guy come in with both hands. Like for Ernie, you have one. You can do one hand for the mouth and have two other hands. You need two people to control Ernie. If you want to use both hands, like human hands. Yeah. But Bert's arms, he doesn't have the human hands. He's his his arms are like more on sticks, like um. Like, uh, what's so in the apartment, like, if somebody uh, has to frog. open a jar of pickles, it's yeah. always Bert. Yes. It's always Ernie. It's always Bernie. It's always Ernie. <laughs> it's always every the bottom time. half. Yes. There's always lower half with Alf. And that's why we finally got it. We got a handle on how tall he was when he was, when he would run around in the suit with a gilder inside. Yeah. Because so. that was a normal, well, an average size Ooh. gilder. No, 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 no. Okay. Normal size gilder. I don't know what that means, but yeah. <laughs> It was a giant midget. And, oh, you can't say that. Oh, Wait. Larry. Oh, my God. Just pick a word and I will say the word. I, I know. That's what Hornswoggle always used to say. Yeah, I know. You yeah. tell me that's the word I want you to use, but I said you can't. And and we would thumb wrestle. Okay, so then um, that, didn't, <laughs> oh, that oh, never that happened. harder or easier? No, I'm just kidding. Like, I, is he a champ or is he a chump when it comes to thumb wrestling? He's a champ. Wow. Just can't get in there, can you? Does he just wear your thumb out? He like rope a dopes your thumb. Yeah, and then you just get, so get down, get down. And pretty soon your thumb's just exhausted. Just, you're dizzy uh, like in Street Fighter. Down. Yeah. You, you see the bird spinning around and, and ding, you just ding, ding. that's pretty much it. So anyway, I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. So what we should be talking thumb about was, wrestling with horns. I know it's weird. That's the name of the episode, I guess. Um, <laughs> but no, it's not. Uh, maybe this. But uh, don't forget to. This is the holiday season, so you want to go get yourself a. Smart Wrestling Fan gift for yourself, and that would be patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. And the gifts keep on giving because we just keep making content and you can get it. And how you get it is at smartwrestlingfan.com or patreon.com slash smartwrestlingfan. Sign up, become a patron, help support the show, get yourself some goodies. And, um, I mean, we haven't said it in months and months and months, but, like, there are hundreds and if not thousands of episodes of, like, things like Smart Movie Fan and smart Bojack fan and smart you know, Scooby-Doo fan. There's there's all this content like that has nothing to do with wrestling whatsoever. And we do those too. But if you just are looking for wrestling, there are there's seriously over a thousand shows of, of that that you can just go get right now. So and you want to go on Patreon. Too. So if you're traveling somewhere. Right. You'll have so much stuff along. to listen to. Don't really. I don't like to go anywhere. But we can go along in your ears and then we don't have to actually be there. <laughs> it's some sort of Star Trek it. technology. Yeah. Just so, hide us in your ears and we'll. Mm-hmm. So go on Patreon. You could get uh, do all the different tiers um, of a clown. It's $5 level, $10 level, $10 time machine. That's where you can get through the, like pretty much everything. It's yeah, awesome. you've got it. And then there's why go halfway. The crepe baskets, the super deluxe crepe baskets, all the different things you can do. But anyway, all on Patreon. So go there today. How many things? How many things can you order for yourself for Christmas? That's not. That's totally original. 
Um, your crate basket. Is there is there two crate oh, baskets? Exactly no, never. The same? Ever, 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 ever. You can't. No. No, they're always different. You might get toys. You might get official WWE action figures. You might get uh, a Blu-ray movie. You might get a video game that could be like for a PlayStation 4 or it could be for like an Atari 2600. You could get a music CD. You could get... Um, autographed merch from that we've used for the show, like uh, notes that we took or uh, the old business cards, or you might get um, some old drawings or you might get some of the old used TLDR, like cutout figures and stuff. Like I still have just... my uh, spud, spud, spud. Yeah, spud. That's awesome. But there's so what many things this... like Rockstar Spud, Drake R- Maverick. Drake, yes. Yeah. There's so much stuff. So tons of um, they can get and things, but anyway, and I'm just forgetting a million other things, but um, yeah. So go to patreoncom slash smart wrestling fan today, but right now we're going to do the news because we do have new, we, there's a lot of news. So let's talk about it right now. We'll start with the ratings and those are, let me get them here. They are last week's Monday night. Ross. Oh God. Scored 1.5 million viewers. 1.5 million. Larry, are you ready for the third hour? Yeah. One, Guess what the third hour number. Guess. How many millions watched? Yeah. One. One million? Yeah. That would be like cancellation material. No. <laughs> okay. uh, 1.2 million was the answer. That is the record low ever no, in the history. No, that's the record ever. low for a quarter, for a, Ever. Hour. Ever. Yes. What was going on that night? That's what I'm going to, I'm opening my notes from last week. Here's why. Nikki Cross, Alexa Bliss, and Becky Lynch in the main event. It, people were like, "What? what is this? <laughs> also, some homeless man telling Lashley that he's going to get fired. Also, if he, if he, um, and he said, blame the lion and the lion's den. Also, Tazawa against Dominic. Do I have to continue? You had me at Tazawa against Dominic. There you go, exactly. So that was our three. <laughs> Remember, we said that that was the Raw where there were one there were one and one and a half to two matches per hour on that show. Not good. Not great. I don't record. know. I may have liked last week's raw better than this week's. Oh no. Get out of here. This this week's raw might have been a holiday like filler episode, but last week was just ooh, Yeah, but ooh. I don't know. I didn't like this. That's week. fine. You don't have to like it, but we'll we'll talk about it in a little while. You don't have to like it. Um but yeah, record low, one point two million, really bad. Um SmackDown Live. 2.3 million viewers, so and that's back up from being on FS1 and getting 900,000. So obviously that's a big recovery. Uh, AW Dynamite. Um, wow, why don't I have the Dynamite number? Because it's Dynamite. It's blowing uh, up. How do I not have? I have it's all explosive. the other numbers here in my in my thing. Hold on, I'm checking my email. It's uh, wow, dangerous. It's it's dangerous. Trying to think of things that go with dynamite. Oh. That's it. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Eight hundred forty thousand viewers. That's poopy. Well, it hasn't been its best, and I don't think word of mouth is doing it any favors. Yeah, this is true. NXT five hundred thirty four thousand. That's really low for them too. Rampage rebounded finally four hundred fifty seven thousand. So, Rampage. Why are you- you told them to get better, and they kind of did. I I did tell them they better get better, and they did. And well, 
The opening match is incredible, so we'll talk about that later. But here's the news of the week. I don't even know which... There's some big stories. I don't even know which one to begin with, so I'm going to start with this. Um, Matt Riddle uh, was threatened uh, by WWE that he was going to be fired because he had failed his second drug test. Now, do you remember... We had joked about this last week, and last week's episode, I think, was called Drugs Yo or something like that. What was it called? Drugs Show? Drugs Yo? Dope Shows. Dope Show? Drug City was the last week's episode. Did we? I never know. I I get drunk. I never remember what we talk about on or off there, did we? Because you usually don't like to hint around about stuff, but weren't we wondering about the drugging tests? And that's the thing. We wondered about it because they use the words medically disqualified to describe Drew McIntyre. Drew used those words himself. That he was medically disqualified from being on SmackDown. And I said, I wondered if they were doing random drug tests. And because it's been a while. But guess what, Larry? It hasn't been a while. They've been secretly drug testing and not announcing results and taking characters off screen. without. And then you just wonder, where have they been? Well, let me tell you that remember Goldberg's that weird period. Yeah, well, remember that. What's that? Goldberg's been out for a I know, while. He must changed. be hard on the drugs. Yeah, I know. So is that uh, Big Papa Pump? When was the last time he was on? Oh, wait. On that's drugs? All the time. On drugs? Oh, allegedly. So, um, remember that period of weird period of time when Triple H took over? And then all of a sudden, it was going to be Riddle and Seth Rollins. And then they didn't do the match? And they waited like a month for for no reason. Riddle had yeah. failed. Riddle had failed a drug test. Now, what the drugs were, I do not know. Okay, because it's not. It's something illegal, and it's something that you can get popped for, not just fined for. You can get suspended. So I don't know what drug he actually got suspended for, but he was thirty day suspension back in summer. Well, it turns out two weeks ago, they did another random drug test and he failed again. So this is a 60 days minimum. And they basically went to him and said, okay, you obviously have a problem. If you do not go to rehab right now, just, just like Jeff Hardy, if you don't go to rehab right now, you're fired. And instead of saying no, no, no. And instead of saying no, 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 like Jeff Hardy did, um, Riddle said yes. So Riddle's in rehab right now. For a well, substance, we might find out this week what the substance is, but it's not that that matters. The good thing about it is it yeah. shows that WWE really is serious about drugs and they <laughs> don't just make a joke out of it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Are they going to on Raw? What? Why would you do that? I understand it's a different drug. Okay. I get it. Yeah. But I get but it. Can we but skip it's not it for funny a week after we find this If up? a man's in rehab, it's not really funny anymore. Is it? I guess it is because they think it is. I guess so. But anyway, that was um, interesting. I thought that we had wondered and we had asked about the drug test last week. And then sure enough, this week we find out, yes, they, they have been doing them. They just haven't been announcing them. So Riddle's in rehab and there's that story. Then there's the other big story. We had the Ring of Honor pay-per-view this weekend, and right after, TK did announce, that's Tony Khan, everybody, the owner of uh, AEW, announced the Ring of Honor, and I put this in air quotes, TV deal. So. Um, Can you watch it on a TV? Technically, I guess. 
Remember web TV? <laughs> Remember that? You plugged it in. It was like a keyboard. And then you could use the internet on your TV. Remember that? Oh, my. Where can I buy this? <sighs> I don't know. But you're going to need it if you want to watch <laughs> Ring of Honor. Because. <sighs> okay. Let me let me talk about this first. So. What ended up happening was the Ring of Honor pay-per-view was excellent, but there were many, many title changes on that show. One of them was FTR lost their Ring of Honor tag titles to the Briscoes in an incredible match, double dog collar match, really, really good match. But the story there was as soon as the Briscoes won the titles, I was thinking, oh no, there can't be a real TV deal because they're not allowed on TNT or TBS or anything to do with Warner Media. They can't be on any of those channels, right? Yeah, well, maybe they shouldn't be on any channel, but... Well, that's besides the point. The point is they're not allowed on AEW, so would they be allowed on Ring of Honor? Not on those networks. So I knew right away, okay, it had to be a streaming thing. Okay, it had to be a streaming deal. I didn't know how streaming it would be, Larry, because buckle up, everybody... Remember Honor Club? Do you remember that? But like when I was in high school? See, that's the thing. We just get beat up. Larry, you're being everyone out there that goes, I don't know, unless you're hardcore, I don't know what you're talking about, right? Honor Club. Honor Club was the thing where if you like Ring of Honor, excuse me, for whatever it was, I forget, 10 bucks a month or whatever, you would sign up for Honor Club and that would get you certain pay-per-views of the year for free or, you know, within the 10 bucks. And then um, you would, I think if you, I think it was like you got them if you paid the year in advance or something, but then you could also watch the weekly Ring of Honor TV show on the Honor Club website or app or whatever it was. <sighs> TK's big, hot new idea, reopen Honor Club. It's just going to be a subscription service. Why Which means you waste all my time? I don't know, which means here's the problem. Okay. On the one hand, means he couldn't get a TV deal. Okay. Nobody's biting right now. But on the other hand, it means how, if you just have a, a website, do you get any new viewers off of television? You, you no, can't. It's not a thing. You can't. You don't have any. Thing. No one casually can walk in, see it, be interested in the character and keep watching. That cannot now cannot happen which means he's gonna have to still have ring of honor wrestlers in your peanut butter as you say or in your chocolate as you say he's still gonna have to do that every week because if he doesn't nobody's gonna even know that this exists because it's gonna live in an island by itself why are we wasting time and energy and money in a real company to prop up a fake company. I don't know. Also, well, they're trying to... Okay, here's the good news. The good news is they can't announce... The the, the only announcement they really made was it's going to be 10 bucks a month. Larry, but here's here's where it gets complicated. 10 bucks a month, but then the pay-per-views are gonna, you're going to have to buy separately. Oh, well, well, with a deal like that. So when I pay for something, I'd love to pay more later. So you have to pay more later. That's one thing. The good news is, though, next month after Wrestle Kingdom, they will have a a big announcement of the deal that New Japan has. New Japan has a hand in this somehow. Okay, 
whether they're going to loan out wrestlers or whatever it is. Yeah, that's great. But again, this is the more it becomes just for hardcores, the more this isn't going to work. Isn't there a lot of wrestling out there for hardcores right now? There's too much, in fact. Yes. So you want them to pay for more. And that's the problem. Right. And if they had put it on some sort of YouTube thing where you could be on YouTube, for example, and then have some of the shows be free and then some of them you tell people about the money and then do they pay? At least maybe somebody would walk into that. But if it's on a website by itself, I don't know how this is going to work. I just, I don't know. And maybe I just, maybe I just don't understand, but it doesn't sound great to me. Sounds like you've wasted my time for nothing and you're going to continue <laughs> wasting my time on it. Maybe that is possible. I, yeah. That's disappointing. Really disappointing. It's very disappointing and it makes me sad and think, oh God, how with all the streaming services out there, how with all TK's money and connections and with a high rated, you know, at least one high-rated television show. I mean, Rampage isn't bad considering how late it's on, you know, Friday night or whatever. But taking those numbers and then shopping that around and saying, this is what I could bring you with this other show, Ring of Honor. And they're like, oh, are you going to call it AW? And he's like, no. And they're like, <laughs> next. Because that also tells me he didn't want to have give it the AW Ring of Honor name like I suggested. It tells me he just shopped it as Ring of Honor and then the TV people looked at it and said, well, what numbers was Ring of Honor getting? And he showed them that and they laughed. And he said, but with my stars, we can get more. And they laughed. So, yeah, that's probably what happened. Should've so I'm, just, sa- I'm a little sad. That's all. Should have just kept the video library because that's all that was really worth anything now that is okay so that is a benefit because you do get all the tv shows so you get the you get the library yeah but that's keep that and move on no but again you have to pay ten dollars a month plus you have to pay for all the pay-per-views on top of that that's asking a lot in this wrestling climate where there's too much wrestling to watch i'm sorry it just is I don't think it won't take long for them to figure out this is not going to be a selling. No, who is going to who is going to buy this? The very hardcores that I I don't know. Here's the thing. Who's going to buy it? People that watch AEW. Okay, people that loved Ring of Honor and people that watch AEW religiously. And they're like, I want to see what they're going to do. And they'll pay for at least the first month. I'll say that. But then after that, I don't know. I don't know. It's a wait and see. But yeah, it's but notice what I said, Larry. I said basically two types of hardcore people are going to pay for it. <laughs> and there's so many hardcore people out there. There's only I mean, you mean there's only so many hardcore people out there. <laughs> I know you're being sarcastic, but there you go. Oh, well, That's that deal. And it's okay. just going to keep bothering my AW. That's what I really care about. I don't care what he can do. Streaming, whatever's or whatever, but it's constantly going to be taking time away from it is the AW because I think is the really I I agree. And it's and like I said, they're going to have to keep advertising it on AW because that's the only way anyone will know it exists. So, yeah, I mean, 
Remember? And it reminds me so much, and this makes me sad too. It reminds me so much of on Raw when they would beg people to watch 205 Live and they'd have one cruiserweight match and they'd say, watch this. And they're just like, watch that separate thing. And then eventually that separate thing, I mean, almost right away, didn't mean anything anymore. And it became the afterthought show because you can't, you can only juggle so many things. You can only take care of so many things before you start getting this diluted, watered down, crappy product. And that's what happened in 205 Live. And I'm not saying that Ring of Honor is 205 Live, but the comparison's there for sure. So as far as advertising one show and the other, and then eventually falling apart because why would anybody care? So that's that. That's that news. I don't want to talk about that anymore because we need more details and we're not going to get them until January. So, you know, I'm interested in the ring of, of the uh, New Japan connection. But again, that's me. And that's a really hardcore thing to be interested in. So not sure. Other news, Larry. Weird, weird Sasha Banks Science. news or Bank Monet as she wants to be called. <laughs> Bank Monet, everybody. Um, Sasha is not going to be coming back to WWE, it looks like right now. And um, she is going to be at Wrestle Kingdom in New Japan on January 4th. I would assume to challenge. Here's the sad part. She kind of spoiled the match for the IWGP women's title at Wrestle Kingdom months ago. Because she tweeted a picture of her wrestling Kyrie Sane. In Japan. And now Kairi Sane is the IWGP Women's Champion. And she has a match at Wrestle Kingdom. So now we assume she's retaining the title and Sasha will come out to challenge her. And there's another Wrestle Kingdom show, if you remember, coming up the 21st of January. For some reason, there's a second day that's like weeks later. Um, so it looks like Sasha is going to be wrestling there. Now the question has to be asked is Sasha the mystery partner of Soraya in AW and the matches being made a month and a half ahead of time see and that's why it seems the timing's all there that it seems like the answer is yes yeah so it won't be Sasha Banks though will it it will be Bank Monet or Mercedes Bank or Mercedes Monet or Mercedes Money. I don't know she how she's going to pronounce she be it. Shasta Savings and Loan. Oh my God, I just realized something. The sto- That is funny though, Shasta Savings and Loan. But I just remembered that if you don't know, Athena, the former Ember Moon, beat Athena. Mercedes Mer- Martinez at the Ring of Honor pay-per-view to become the new women's champion. Yeah. After a, a decent match, a few botches, but decent match, um... And Athena had a googly eye on her head. She glued one like as a third eye. So it was funny because she had a big googly eye glued to her head. It did not. It fell off actually during the match. (laughs) But my point of all this is, is that the story of that was Athena wanted to retire Mercedes as in retire this Mercedes so they could bring in another Mercedes. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it felt like. So there's that. Yeah, I did. That uh, I'm doing made the vocal no sense during was a dynamite there when she that. said that, and I'm like, is this um, a retirement match? <laughs> yes, she did say that. And no, it wasn't a retirement match, and nothing in the match would make you believe that it was. So that was it. 
In fact, Athena wrestled as a face in that match. So didn't even make sense. Wow. Yep. Because she's, it was her home city, town, state, something. And uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. Anyway, other news. William Regal, already hired by WWE as some kind of vice president. So I wonder on, if he's making more than when he left. Are you ready for this one? Yeah. Not only is he, but is he? He's already brag. I wouldn't brag about this. He's already bragging again. about how he's the only guy in history to be simultaneously be paid by AEW and WWE. Why would you yeah. say that? That sounds like you just screwed one company or the other over. Maybe he's doing that whole villain deal. I don't think it is. So if you don't know the story, um, if you don't know what's going on, we know that Regal's done with AEW and we know how they wrote him off. And it's, we'll talk about that and it's ridiculous. But put that aside for a second. In real life, Regal wanted to go back to WWE for Charlie Dempsey, his son, his wrestling. I mean, that's his son's wrestling name. Charlie but Dempsey. Charlie Dempsey. He wants to coach Charlie Dempsey because it was like kind of unfair that he was teach fake teaching these kids in the Blackpool Combat Club while his real child, his actual blood child, was not floundering, but trying to get a foothold in NXT. Well, he is named Charlie Dempsey. It is a weird name, and they will not say he's Regal's kid, even though he keep acting like he is. And then they say he's a throwback to like Frank Gotch and stuff, and they won't say, they won't say uh, William Regal ever. But anyway, the point is, TK let him go. He said, "Okay, you could leave your contract early in AEW, but you're not allowed on." Like I said last week, he, I said he probably made a deal where he wasn't allowed on TV. That's exactly TK came out and said it this week. He's not allowed on TV. So that's it. I was exactly right. So Regal can't be a character, but he can obviously work for WWE. Yes, he could be a character on his own, but he can't be on screen character. (laughs) So that's that. So that's fine. Whatever. But why are you bragging? Why do you say that? It's weird. Whatever. Any other news you can remember? Because... I think that was, uh, nothing that's not covered in yeah, the Yeah, that's the thing. The rest of it's just through the shows. So, um, oh, breaking news. Um, last <laughs> week we we had asked people to donate uh, $420. And Larry, oh, no, this is Larry would get 25% of that. And if and Larry might um, eat drugs on the show. <laughs> Thank you to the stocky gentleman because guess what? Uh, he di- He listened and he did it. Larry, you just this past week you made a hundred and five dollars. That is twenty five percent of that money. What did it cost me, Joe? Maybe your life. <laughs> At least my sobriety. Maybe years off well, your life. Definitely know. sobriety. Um, so I guess Riddle's out and Larry's in because I will. Will it be Tag next? Tag me in. Will it be We're next gonna week? We're going to do research. Stay tuned. I want you to yeah. do the research, search in your yeah. search history in case the police come knocking. That's fine. Uh, but will we're going to do the research the and figure Probably. out like, how yeah. long before this Maybe. show I have to inject it or ingest it or rub it in my belly or whatever you do with the drugs. I don't think drugs. it's meth. I don't think it's heroin. I'm how sorry. much to do meth on the show? No, we're never doing that. No. No, 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 no. I'm anyway, terrified of this. It's been 20, I know, 30 years. I know you years. said that. Well, okay, so 
Is it going to be next week or not? Or shouldn't we make a I, promise just in case you chicken out the last minute and need to delay it a week? Chicken out, no, man. I don't mean don't. permanently. I know you're going to do it, but I'm saying, like, should we commit to next week or should we say it's going to be soon? Well, let's see. There's no pay-per-views, right? No. Okay, we need to do it on a non-pay-per-view because I have no idea how this All is right. going to go. We're, for now, we're so just going to say it's probably next week. How about that? Yeah. We should All have right. done this back at 420, but good God, that was... Well, we could wait till episode number 1420 if you want to do that. <laughs> I mean, you could. Okay. If good. any if any of you next week, well, I guess it's too late, but just if any of you potheads, is that what we're calling the kids today? Um, on the goofballs, we're calling them riddles. Riddles. <laughs> any of you riddles out there have tips for Larry? Don't email them to me because I don't want them. Email them to Larry. I don't want to. He's not going to read history. them on the show. He's just it's for him his personal use. So yes, you can Facebook message me if you're on our Facebook group. Oh, Larry, I can't believe it's come to this, but. Thank you to the I, thank I you to the I, stocky gentleman because he is a he is an awesome guy because he really and I think so. What do you the, think I'll be like yeah. on drugs? Because I'm so charming on alcohol, but I know it's not in the, the same. In the in the uh, he made the checkout to drugs yo, and in the memo line he wrote for drugs yo. <laughs> you have to handle. I'm oh, sorry. Me. What are we doing? I'm, okay. Technically, I'm going to have an easy show. I know. No matter what happens, you're going to have to run point for an entire show. Believe me that I've, I've, as you know, I've wrangled people before. I've, yes, but I'm not a professional wrestler. Yeah. Mm. And I'm not within grabbing distance. That's true. Okay. Well. This next week could be a mess of a show. It could be. So everybody stay tuned for that. That's episode 915. So should be a something. Ooh, okay. Drug numbers. Yeah. Um. Somebody's going to say 420 plus 420 is 915. And I'm going to say, go back to school. So, okay. I think it's time for wrestling. So we should review dynamite now. Dynamite. Dynamite. And I opened the wrong notes. Of course you did. And I opened the right notes. And it says from the H-E-B Lewis Center, Cedar Park, Texas. Okay. Close enough. We know Cedar Park, Texas. No, I don't know where that is. I was going to say, I don't think I've ever said that in all the, all of our wrestling. No, I don't remember Cedar Park. Okay. Excalibur, Tony Giovanni, and Taz. Yeah, the Taz. Were we told, yeah, were we told Regal was recovering? Yeah, okay, and, so and, the story yeah, this week. Bryan is by his side, The right? story this week is that Regal's still in the hospital from getting hit by MJF and the brass knocks in the back of the head, and that... Daniel Bryanson hasn't left his side since then. So Brian's still there at the hospital. So I'm expecting this week on Dynamite, a winter is coming for Bryanson to come back and say, oh, um, Regal told me he can't do this anymore because it's he just can't. And then he never shows up again. So that's what I'm expecting. Was, was the hospital in Stanford, Connecticut? I think it was. Ah. Uh. So we open up with this nightmare of an occurrence. Oh it's, my god! It what is the official name? It's the Dynamite Diamond Ring Battle Royal. Even though it's this time, it's not technically for the Diamond Ring yet. Well, it never was. It was always for the to get a match for the ring. Remember? Because it was down to you. Go, it comes down to the last two, right? But this one comes comes down to one. I don't know. Maybe the first one you did win. I, I don't know. Yeah, this one comes down to one, and then you have to face MJF, right? But he's also got the title, so who cares? 
Just go with me, people. Ricky Starks, Brian Cage, Jungle Boy, Orange Cassidy, Sean Dean, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Moriarty, Ethan Page, Matt Hardy, Kip Sabian, Dalton Castle, Butcher Blade, yeah. Candlestick Maker. Uh, the winner also gets to pick the where and when, right? Correct. They do. There's so many. This is getting TNA. Yeah. And the sad thing is, so Ricky Starks had already claimed before this match that if he wins, that he's going to, it's going to be a double or nothing. Like it's all, all in one match. And all ego, Ethan page, his doppelganger said that if he wins, he's going to make MJF wrestle twice because he's going to want his match immediately following the title match against Ricky Starks, uh, MJF, Ricky Starks match at winter is coming. So we were going to maybe get two matches, but that would be a face thing for MJF to overcome. So we knew that wasn't going to happen. So the most obvious thing to happen is Ricky Starks is just going to win. So unfortunately, well, tell us about the match. Uh, Well, I don't know if you're right, Joe, because they, they called Dustin Rhodes a potential favorite. Potential favorite just because it's it's in Texas and this is near where potential favorite. I don't know, but this was weird. And just because it's Dustin Rhodes, it's sort of hometown. I don't know why he got an entrance because of that. I also don't know why I'm watching a match, a battle royal, where the biggest guy is outside the ring. Okay, so yeah, let's talk about that. First of all, his name's not W. Morris anymore. Uh, It is now. No, it's 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 being converted on Rampage. It's a hundred percent converted. Okay, but right now, Excalibur keeps going. W. Marcy, a big Bill, big Bills outside the ring. Look, it's Big Bill, and I'm like, Big Bill. Is this a joke? Is this the 1970s? Who the f is Big Bill? So I get it. And then it it, it took me like two days to figure it out. That's I'm a little slow on that one. Yes, instead of Big Cass, it's Big Bill. That's terrible. It is not good at all. No, it's not. But Could why, why is... not just Big Mo for Morrissey? <laughs> well, that's I'm. I don't even know if that's no, because Big Mo is from Men on a Mission, I think. But then also, why is yeah? Why is Morrissey or Big Bill not in the match? Why is he like some kind of lumberjack in a battle royal? This is stupid. Yeah, there's this is almost a lumberjack battle royal. Because okay, so let's talk about that when when the few guys that get entrances come out, the other ones are just standing around outside. So I assumed Morrissey or Big Bill is in the match and he just never was in the match. So that was confusing. No, it's it's it was a lot of confusing. But let's see what happens in the ring. Uh Matt Hardy tries his best to continue the story that's happening somewhere. Oh my God, like it's on Dark Elevation. Of the ring and during commercials. Oh my God, Dark Elevation story. It's not working, TK. Nobody's going to watch that. Blade puts out Orange Cassidy. Wow, that was weird. Uh, yep. Dustin puts out Kip Sabian. Wow, that Mid Atlantic title feud sure oh looks my great. God. They didn't even put each other out. No. Butcher puts out Dustin. Well, that's a potential favorite guard. And the crowd's all mad. Like they thought he was really going to win. Yeah, let's see who can save this match for me. It's, of course, <laughs> Dalton Castle getting pushed out. The boys yeah. are saving him. Doing the Kofi, Kofi spot. Yeah. The boys find the, find the Cage in. puts out Castle. But then Cage like jumps over the rope himself, and then Jungle Boy puts him out. That was it dumb. really bad. Yeah. Uh, Hardy keeps trying to do the his little you know story through the commercial. No one knows what he's yep. Pantomime. Uh, Starks throws out Butcher. Uh, 
Jungle takes out Moriarty, but Morrissey's out there, and Morrissey pulls out Jungle Boy, and they beat him up. So is that the start of a feud? Wow, we're getting a big bill against Jungle Boy feud? I don't want that. Why Jungle Boy always left a feud with giants? Why? What happened to Luchasaurus? Did he go back to Jurassic Park? He went back to his home planet or the tar pits or whatever. Uh, Paige Hardy, Starks, Captain Sean Dean. Captain Sean Dean is one of the last guys in the ring. And you know what happened? I bought in because they had mentioned, yeah, Captain Sean Dean undefeated against MJF or has two wins over him or whatever the story is. And I was like, oh, my God, I could actually see that being a real match if somehow Matt Hardy helps him win. But no, that wasn't going to happen. Uh, yeah, Paige puts out Sean Dean. Matt and Paige argue. Looks like Matt's not going to help him, but Matt does help him. But Matt gets tar- tossed out by Stark. So, of course, it's Paige and Ricky Starks. And Ricky wins, putting out Paige. Yeah, so, and that's fine, I, except... Yes, it's fine. Well, it's fine, except now we're robbed, because now we only get one match, which, in that match, MJF has to win. Instead, before, if we would have had two matches, maybe MJF could have been rolled up or something to lose the diamond ring. So if they have this match and MJF gets disqualified, does Ricky get the ring? Um, That's a great question. Thanks. Yes. I would say yes. I I mean, it depends on if you want to consider that a title. If it's a title, then no. But if it's, you're right. It's not a title though. But technically no one has the ring right now, right? Even though I'm just carrying it. Um... But is it is it the ring like stripped from somebody? No, I don't think so. Then you get a brand new ring. I I, you know what I think? I think but he's never had more than one ring on. If they're not doing this, they should be adding money to it every year, so it gets ridiculous. Like in three years, it's like the five hundred dollar, five hundred million dollar ring or something. Um, but anyway, I don't know if they're doing that or not. But. Yeah, I don't know the rules. Like, I would assume it's there. I would assume you treat it like a title. And no, if there's a disqualification, you don't win it. It stays on MJF. But they're not gonna. They don't do DQs usually, so we're not. We don't. Shouldn't have to worry about that. Well, okay, whatever. MJF comes out and he says, first of all, he says Daniel Bryanson doesn't scare him. I don't know why that's being talked. And then he just talks about how ah, uh, you're not. You want to be the Rock, but you're a dollar store Dwayne the Pebble. Oh, the Pebble. And then uh, he talks about uh, Billy Pumpkinhead's NWA. Oh yeah, we should go back there. So then Ricky starts. But hold on, let me let me add this real quick. MJF says you should go back to wrestle on YouTube where you belong. When TK has two of his four shows already on YouTube, and the other one's going to be on a website not even near YouTube, I would not even mock that as a like a point in any way. Uh, that was a says. terrible like. It, it's like really you realize that. Two of your four shows are on YouTube only, right? But okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. All I care about is this Ricky Starks that I got to hear here who was incredible. Ricky Starks talks and he kind of just does go all rocky. He was really good. Gives a really good promo. Says, you know, he's going to kick MJF's butt. it, It was fine. It was good. It's just ruined by the fact that you know he can't be. I hate that. So I hate it. Then you're and then knowing AEW when he doesn't, he'll just bounce off of MJF and who knows where he'll go. And then he'll go on dark or something. Exactly. Like Wardlow. He's like, I'm in the main event scene. I beat MJF. Oh, I'm going to get the TNT title and lose it. And that's a, I'm not doing anything after that. So they fight Ricky Spears 
MJF and holds up the title. Yeah, and looked great. And that segment was awesome, and I'm I'm happy for it. So, did you say MJF kicked him in the crotch? Oh yeah, kicked yeah, his. He did. I kicked butt, but that was not where we're. Yeah. Yes, it was. Crotch. Uh, Darby and Joe, not you, Joe. Oh, Joe, video. Moxley talks about how much hey he likes Cowboy Hangman Adam Page, and he likes the Blackpool Combat Club. But everybody talks too much, and this is talk, wrestling, not talking. Yeah. Because he is talking. And then he's mad at... Who is he <laughs> mad at? He forgot all about MJF, and he's mad at... I had MP... Oh, Jericho Appreciation. Yeah, he's mad at... Right. Yeah. He's, Jericho, guys... How has he I just know. totally forgotten about MJF? Does he have a concussion? How has he forgotten about Regal? I don't know. I don't know. I have no idea. We'll get to that later. Yes. Uh, Joe Samoa Joe comes out. He's king of the televisions. And Darby Allen comes out with no stings, and it's TNT title match: Darby Allen versus Samoa Joe. This this match kind of saved the show for me because I did. This like match this was a lot. really freaking good. Joe Samoa Joe has been around for quite a while, and how am I not sick of just seeing him beat people? Up? I don't know. That's all it's I want. super fun, and especially when it's somebody that's like a crash test dummy, like Darby Allen. Wow, these guys worked great together. Yeah, great match. I wish it had been like a more important match. Uh, I know it's a TNT title. I know, but still, yeah. Uh, Darby, we're told Darby skateboarded his broken spine to the hospital one oh time. Oh, my God. It was a good, fun match. Cough and drop, but no, it goes into a coconut clutch. That was wonderful. Yep. Great way to do it. And I like this because, you know, thought that was in. Darby gets up and wants to fight some more. Yep. And Joe just headbutts him and then he's going to beat him up on the skateboard. But out. Oh, he puts a clutch on him again, and Wardlow, remember Wardlow, comes out for the save. He does. Yeah, whatever. Wasn't Wardlow banned? But I guess maybe just during the yeah. match. But did you say he did the skateboard muscle buster? The skateboard muscle buster. Yeah. You oh, just okay. said it. Uh, Tony Shimani has uh, Orange Cassidy and Chris Sabian, Sabian, who does not have his box. Wow, that was a... Is that the longest running gimmick that was just immediately dropped? I don't know. How long was he in a box? Um, for a year or more. So Orange Cassie says, we're always fighting. You must want a title shot. Here, I'll just give you a title shot. And Sabian says, no, I'm hurt. Well, okay. And so, wow. Okay, but this that, must... that makes sense right now. Yeah, but if he has some plan. But let's wait it, till Rampage and find out if that makes sense later. And then Orange Cassidy says, I don't know, find somebody to fight me. And Chris Sabian says, yeah, maybe I have somebody. And walks off. And Orange Cassidy stands and he looks at Tony. Does that mean yes? What? <laughs> so, yeah, it is yes. Because Tony said, I think, it, yes, that means it's real. Yes. Package about Claudio and Jericho. Uh, now, Daniel Garcia and Jake Hager against Claudio Castanoli and Wheeler Yuta. Moxley comes out with them. And Tony is like some little kid on Christmas. He says, I, I have a secret. I can't really tell any. I shouldn't yeah. tell anybody, but I will. I, but not now. I'm going to tell you later. But boy, when I tell this secret, I shouldn't tell. But ooh, it's a thing. I'm really excited about it until I find <laughs> out what it is. Oh, it's not good. <laughs> so during the match, uh, Jake gives his hat to Claudio. And Claudio kicks it into the crowd. Yeah. Match, match, swing, swings. Sammy Guevara uh, and Moxley get into it outside. The Jericho Appreciation Society uses wrestling submissions, and I'm I was thinking, oh, that's stupid. But then they pose while they're doing them. There you go. That's sports entertainment. Yeah, they're hoisted upon their own picards. Picards. <laughs> yep. 
Claudio gets <laughs> Claudio gets Lacutus on, on their own Lacutus. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Now Tony goes in the ring and he goes, "Guess what, Blackpool oh Combat Club? If God. that's is truly your name now, I have a big secret. I've been sitting all okay. this time, and I don't know why he would do this." Okay, he said before everything happened, I found the. I found this video cassette Regal tape before his death. No, he's <laughs> that's basically what this is. It is such a ghost in the machine sort of MacGuffin, whatever you want to call these things. Oh my god! He's like, before all this happened, <clears throat> Regal swore me to secrecy about this interview he gave, only to be shown if this actual particular thing happened. Yeah, and we go to it, and he's talking to Regal, and Regal says, "I know they don't really need me." But maybe I could teach them one last lesson before I go to that great sky in Connecticut. <laughs> and he said, I'm gonna I'm gonna betray them and teach them to look behind their backs or something. I don't know. What? It was so silly. He basically he basically <laughs> said, I wanna teach them to watch their back, but I didn't watch my back. Cause I got murdered out. What he should do, they should have just shown him throwing rocks at Mockley. Go on, I never liked you. That's pretty Go much away. That's pretty much it. And what listen, I understand TK was put in a bind. He gave he did Regal a favor. Okay. Letting him go to WWE and work with his son and all that. He did him a favor. But I and I get that this is a creative solution, but it's yeah, so far fetched. It's really, really far fetched. Come on. Well, let's see what what the blowback is. So we go to the ring yeah. combat club, and Moxie's like, eh, okay. That's it. Nothing. <laughs> it's like, so, well, yeah, if he's Moxie's gone, like, We're still it's good. over. I challenge anyone to wrestle me on Friday. Oh, my God. And I was saying, did you just not see this video? No. He's like, um, he's gone. I'm Are over Are you drinking it. again, Moxley? Because you've, you've forgotten MJF. You've forgotten Regal. And now you've forgotten the combat club because you just want an open challenge. Yeah. Video about the House of Black, and they say shovel and people getting buried. Ooh. And, you know, so they say everybody's. Oh, this is all. Remember, Moxley said it's all t- not, too much talking, not enough wrestling. It's a lot of talking. Yeah, it is. Uh, now, Tony has Jamie Hayter, who has wanted this sit down interview because she never gets one. <clears throat> Jamie, her- Jamie, it's not the woman title. Stop it. Please stop it. Woman she, title. It's you thought. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. I gotta be. I'm just saying. She, why did she want this sit down interview so bad? Just to talk about who's going to be her number one contender. I don't know. But her number one contender, I guess, is she says she'll give a title shot to the winner of the Regina. Regina De Wave. Thank you. Regina. <laughs> That's my drag name. Yes. Regina De Wave. Mine's Regina uh, De Wave. Championship. Which, ooh, could be either one of these two. Could be could be Sheeta, first ever AEW Women's okay, Champion. Okay, that makes sense. Or it could be the Bunny. Stop, the, the Bunny, bunny no. Not Why even the good we one get, from WWE. How does, okay, I understand the ranking system died a painful death in the CM Punk explosion of 2022, but how does <laughs> the Bunny get... <laughs> Stop. I can't even say it. How does the bunny get a title shot for the real AEW women's title by beating Cheetah just in... What? Really? I don't know. And if I have to see her do her stare and bite bite the the camera again, I'm so sick of it. 
I know that for She's... so long women were just told to stand there and look pretty. I know. But I would is... much rather her just stand know, there and look is... pretty instead because of it's, trying it's to. Fake. This Zelina Vega on SmackDown with her cosplay. You're a professional wrestler with no story or gimmick because you just want to dress up like cartoon characters and then singers and other famous people from other TV shows and stuff. That's what are we doing? Why and why are we quote playing on the job? I don't understand this. The bunny is just this psychopath bunny character that bites the air. That's it. That's her whole existence. There's no, there's never any development. Not no, there's not. She's been that for eight years now. Yeah. Oh, so this match: Kira Hogan, Madison Rain, Sky Blue versus Jade Cargill, Baddies. Why is this match? Get this match out of here. I write. This is so important. What is this buy for? I don't know. I don't know. Rain, or yeah, Rain gets a jaded and the heels are over. This match seemed long. It probably wasn't. Okay, I, well, the, the heels go over and then like that little bow wow shows. No, no. Well, the heels the, go over and then they beat down here. No, no, nothing. This is not that. Well, wait, okay. wait, wait, wait. No, the heels go over. But remember how she yelled at her baddies because they were still friends with them. They were no, hanging out no. with her. No, that's no, not. they didn't turn on. Her. Oh, next contender to Jade comes. At, no. Why was this match here? I don't know. And when you and, watch when you watch Raw, you expect a match like this, like it's thrown together. It has a little bit of a story. We get a lot of that tonight on Raw. There's a little bit of a story. The crowd doesn't really care. And then it's over and nothing happens. Usually on AEW Dynamite, that's not what you get. You get a you get a story or you get a match that doesn't seem like it's anything leading to a story. But this was just there. And it sucked. Yeah. Well, speaking of suckings, oh, being bad at oh my wrestling. Saray is in the back. And Britt Baker like comes in and erupts her interview. This is weird. Britt's like, I got, I got tickets to to something that's going to happen like a month and a half from now, and I'm going to give you tickets, and you can she's have g- the tickets, okay. or you could just have a match with me, she's- but not a match with me, a, a tag match with me, because you know I have. She actually says this. I have Jamie Hader with me all the time. Well, not now. She's not right here now, but all the other time I have her. And, and- you, can, if you can get a partner to face me, then like. A month and a half from now, and and Jamie Hader's always with me, but she's not with me now. But she'll be with me then. I swear to God. And then so you can and, and you can get and we'll wrestle and a thing for nothing. And also, she's the I, world champion, wasting her time with this. Yeah. And then Soraya, she leaves, and then Soraya's like, "Hey, Tony Schiavone, why don't you come my way?" And Britt Baker grabs her and takes her away, which is probably she was, a good. It thing seemed like she wanted to date Tony. She wanted him to be All her the tag team partner. She wanted Tony to wrestle. What is this? Is this is, they love that Tony Schiavone. What, what is this story? A I don't month know. Because and a half away with the ta- the champion, but it's a tag match with a mi- telling her to get a mystery partner. So it better be somebody important, like I said, Bank Monet or whatever. Because if it's not, the crowd's going to poop on this. And also, what page here? Why would she get tickets to the? She already can go. She's works for the comp. And also she can't even wrestle another singles match because she's so fragile. I don't, what is going on? 
Let's move on. Please. They claim and Billy Gunn's yelling at them. But before this, coming. they announce huge news on Rampage. It's Moxley against Takeshita. So that's huge. Good deal. Didn't take long for somebody to jump in there and follow. It did here. not. But I'm glad they did. because My I God. Yeah, I'm so glad. You didn't answer my text about Takeshita. Oh, your question was why isn't he? Your question was something like why isn't he a champion already? Why no? Why isn't he the face of New? Why Japan? isn't he the face of New Japan? Why didn't they use him? Because it was a DDT guy. He did not go to New Japan. Um, it just happened. I don't know. And and he, he should be, be the face of something here in AEW. I'll tell you that right now. Well, he could be something here, but you know, language barrier and all. He could be huge in Japan, like Godzilla's. I know. They he was just Godzilla's. in a small. He was in a smaller company, so that's all. Okay. Uh, Acclaim and Billy Gunn, he yells at them, and they're going to give a shot to the second best AEW team, and of course, that's the FTRs. So FTR versus Acclaim for the titles. Uh, the rap rap about FTR being so boring, people want to get the remote and change channels. Aww. Why is every company always saying that about themselves? I know. Uh, lethal Friends? Oh, the Lethal Friends. Why? And, and Jeff they're watching, watching backstage. The back. Yeah. Ugh. I know, I know. But at least this match, awesome, awesome, awesome match. Great match. Wrestle, wrestle, wrestle. Dax even bees a heel and tries to hold trunks and stuff. But doesn't. He does. Big rig? No. Uh, Caster rolls up Wheeler. They, so that's the win. Respect, respect. Scissors, scissors. Uh, the guns. The young guns. What are the younger guns? Is that what we're going to call younger them? Guns. Younger guns. There you go. The younger guns are on the Tron. They have a Christmas card. And I assume, but no, it, they also have dog collars because the Briscoes, they're messengers for the Briscoes. Well, they can't be on TV. Yes, because it can't be on TV. Exactly. And they're like, Briscoes sent us a dog collar and a Christmas card saying, FTR, you want to wrestle for the RH tag titles? Well, they were pretending it was two dog collars, but it was really just like, it was. I'm sorry. They were pretending it was four dog collars. Really, it was two. But yes, double dog Three collar dog. match. I- and the answer was, yes, that match was incredible. It was worth watching the Ring of Honor pay-per-view just for that. But there were other awesome matches. Was that the main too. event? It was not. Um, the main event How is had that to not be, the main event? I know. That's the thing. It was hard to follow that. And two matches had to follow that. The, after that was Juice Robinson against Samoa Joe. Um, and yeah, Juice, unfortunately. Oh, by the way, Juice is somehow still Bullet Club. He's still heel. Wrestling Samoa Joe. And then Samoa Joe just beats him. So good job leaving New Japan for to come in to lose in Ring of Honor. Great job, I, Juice. You want to be in Ring of Honor, but you know there's no room for anybody else. Yep. And, so it doesn't matter how much of a star you were wherever else. If TK doesn't have room for you, you're just going to be a guy that gets beat. Like Bandito. Like Takeshita. That's just what's going to happen. Like Dalton Castle. Like Juice Robinson. It's kind of sad. It, it really is. But anyway, um, and then after that was the uh, Jericho against Claudio match. And Jericho lost the, the Ring of Honor title because he got big swinged by Claudio. And Claudio s- swung him around so much. Jericho got dizzy during the swing and had to like flail and tap out during the swing. Can you do that? He did it. It was fantastic. Actually, there's nothing to tap on, is there? Uh, did he do his shoulder? You can tap. You can tap on the mat as you float float around. Oh, but so the point just... is, yeah, he he uh, Claudio mm-hmm. does not because during the show, <laughs> this was awesome. They did a segment with the Jericho Appreciation Society goons, the uh, the guys you hate, Squarehead and the other guy, yeah. uh, Cool Hand, and they said, 
we already got a we already got a name for you, Claudio. You're gonna and they pulled out a second purple hat and they said, You're gonna be the hat trick. And then once he said that, I realized, oh, never mind, Claudio. They made the whole story like Ian Riccoboni throwing a fit about Jericho and saying how he was ruining the company. So basically, if you saw that, plus the fact that they were going to call Claudio a hat trick, then that was it. You knew, okay, Claudio now has to win. And he did. So that was that. Okay. So, ah, never mind. I don't even want to talk and about And poor Dalton Castle. Dalton Castle and the boys lost their six-man titles to... Um, <laughs> six-man titles. What's it called? The Embassy. Prince Nan Nas guys. So now those big, big two guys and Brian Cage all have titles. So well, that's okay because they do look good. I'm fine with them having titles, yeah. but you know. And you can bring Dalton Castle up to AEW and get him off our road. They won't. He'll be on the weekly show. Oh well. Yeah. He'll be there, Orange Cassidy. I'm sure. Yeah. Let me read. Let me see if there's emails about uh, Dynamite. Yes, there is. Um, It says, Sup, dudes. Happy holidays. It says, Sounds like drug talk. Well, the answer is yes. There's no allegedly. (laughs) He says, I love Ricky Starks and I love you guys too. Aw, happy holidays, boys. Grumpy to Electric Boogaloo. And yes, he's on drugs. Okay. He's on the grumps. Enough of that. Thank you. We appreciate it. Uh, Then we got, okay, this one. Oh, okay. This one's. Let me see if I missed anything important. Oh, okay. So in storyline, Larry, Roosh is suspended right now. And I'll tell you why. Because what they did was in the opening match of Ring of Honor, it was Blake Christian. That's the guy that used to be Trey Baxter on NXT. And AR Fox against Roosh and Drillistico. Yeah, that's as which, far as I made it into the big. Okay. If you know Drillistico... He used to be Mystico, but not that Mystico. And he no, used he to be took somebody else's personality, yeah, he right? He used to be, yes. He used but to be. But not his family's personality. This is the thing. And then he also used to be Dragon Lee, but not that <laughs> Dragon Lee, because he's the real Dragon Lee is the brother of Drillistico and Roosh. So, anyway, all this aside, the referee botched the finish of the match. Oh. So. <laughs> First of all, Blake Christian went and tried to do a running knee on Roosh to get him to neutralize him. He kneed the ref in the side of the head by accident. Oh my. Yep. How he bad clipped, was the ref? Not bad. Not he clipped him. So, but the fact is it happened. And then after that happens, um AR Fox just goes for the pin on Jalistico and it clearly was only a two count, but the referee insists it was three and AR Fox makes a face like, Oh man, that was close. And they ring the bell and it wasn't close. You won. And so the wrong guys went over or at the wrong time or whatever it was. And Jalistico's so mad that that's how the match ended. He grabs a chair and does an unprotected headshot to AR Fox. Oh no, really? Really bad. Yep. Like a complete, unprofessional d-bag yep so it's great AR and then Roosh, just Roosh came Roosh back from being injured out for a decade right uh n- you're thinking of darius martin no and air fox you're thinking of ar fox no i don't know i don't know maybe you're right 
But okay, I'll say this though. Then they did, um, Roosh did some kind of, maybe a headshot too to Blake Christian, but they missed the shot. We couldn't actually see what happened, but Roosh got suspended for that. I think, you know what? I think then he attacked the ref too. I can't remember, but um, yeah. So Roosh is is, uh, in some kind of, some kind of storyline thing. And I'm trying to remember, oh, other titles changed hands. They had a pure championship title match and Wheeler Yuta um, beat Daniel Garcia with a submission. I figured that was going to happen. Yeah. And then, like I said, Briscoe's won the titles. Athena won the title. Yuta won the title. Um, Brian Cage and the embassy guys won the title. Yeah, a lot of title changes actually happened. Well, and they're then, setting it up, right? They're Right, this they're building. The cleaning the oh, plate. Oh, the other match. Yeah. yeah, and there were four pre-show matches that went ranged from don't matter to they were, you know, matter a little. Um, but... Uh, also, there was that. Remember that swerve in our glory against Shane Taylor. Yeah, swerve in our glory against who and who. Okay, yeah, I remember get that. this. Get this. This match. The match is awesome. Okay, and anytime that Keith Lee and Shane Taylor are in there together is fantastic. They're like these big guys killing each other. It was great. But then they chump out. This is what. I, this is what I really want to talk about. They chump out Ring of Honor by having. This remember last time Keith Lee walked out on Swerve. Remember that? Yeah. Yeah. In their title match. This time Swerve walks out on Keith Lee. Except then Keith Lee is able to be both Shane Taylor guys by himself. And Keith Lee wins. So let's see. That match AEW guy went over the um and the oh, and the pre-show. All the pre-show matches, it was uh Jeff Cobb wrestled Grand Metalik or whatever he's going by now, Mask, Mask, Mascara, Mask Dorado. Yeah, Mascara Dorado. Um, but the point is, the pre-show was New Japan guy goes over and beats, beats, uh, beats a guy. The second match was Ring of Honor guy loses to AW guy. Third match was Ring of Honor guy loses to AW guy. Fourth match was Ring of Honor guy loses to AW guy. What are you supposed to make of that? Uh, like I said, it's set up. I, so it's barely canon. So I'm not sure what the message is there. But anyway. Anyway, that was that. So what I want to do is I want to read an email from Ian about that pay-per-view. And he says, um, Dear, if you didn't, like I said, if you didn't have a chance to see it, you should probably see it because it's pretty good. Um, Dear Smart Wrestling Friends, AEW have produced three Ring of Honor pay-per-views now and each has a different purpose. Has had a different purpose. Super Card of Honor took a dying patient and got their heart started again. AEW talent were moved into prominent positions and old faces were brought back. But it easily could have been one night thing. Death Before Dishonor was a transfusion. It gave us a first look at an AEW-backed Ring of Honor and what that could look like. It also connected Ring of Honor much more heavily to WWE. For months... After this, we would see Ring of Honor matches leading up, to, heading up AEW shows, including the whole of Chris Jericho's run as the Ocho. I know you guys were sick of it, but for a while, it was the only way to, to keep the brand alive. No, I, I understand why they did it. Doesn't mean we have to like it, though. But yeah, that's you're right. With Final Battle, I think we're seeing, does it mean seeing? The patient being taken off life support to see if they'll survive. Every decision in the show is booking. From the near clean sweep on the titles to the tying in of Keith Lee's stories to his past in the company, it felt like a status quo was being established. This meant that Ring of Honor could step away from its close integration from AEW with AEW and stand on his own as a product. 
I'm just a bit disappointed that TK couldn't get a TV deal for the company, but I'm not very surprised. It took years to get a second mainstream wrestling brand on a channel anyone watched. Asking Tony to do it again was one trick too far. I agree. Besides, I'm in the UK, so it wasn't going to be broadcast here anyway. I'm happy with the streaming service for now, and perhaps... If subscriptions and buy rates stay high in a year or so, a network might think again. And that's the other thing I was going to say, Larry, was, um, you know, you you get some good numbers off of this and you could shop it to TV, but I don't think it would be any kind of numbers TV would be interested in. That's the problem because it's so hardcore. But anyway, I have no idea if the subscription model is going to work, but it seems like a step forward. I mean, it's it's a step. <laughs> might be lateral, but it's a step. I mean, it's money. We'll say that. It's money. AW can go back to being AW. Ring of Honor can become a bit more, if you'll excuse the expression, independent. Um, thanks, Smart Wrestling Friends. Ring of Honor, Ian, no longer a subsidiary of AEW, Ian. Now, that's funny, except, Ian, then how do you, if you take your Ring of Honor out of AEW, then how do you ever tell anybody about it? How does anyone know it exists? That's you my need worry. Is the- Turner broadcasting to advertise it you have to do it if you don't no one will know and if they start doing like okay right now they're doing the dark elevation tapings or is it dark one of the two shows they're doing at um like universal studios or somewhere in a tiny tiny studio if you do something like that for ring of honor and you tape it there then it becomes this old crappy thing that you have to tape a month in advance then it's, then it's going to suck even more. You can give me the argument that it doesn't, ratings don't matter when it comes to people watching, um, you know, how many people are going to watch uh, based on whether they're going to get spoiled or not. They, the same amount of people watch. That's fine. And we're not talking about ratings anymore. We're talking about actual buys now when it comes to subscription models. That's the one idea you could do. The other idea you could do is you could tape these Ring of Honors on before Dynamite or before Rampage. But if you do that, then it's 205 Live again, where you're forcing people that are there for AEW to then watch Ring of Honor. And guess how many people care about that? Not many. Unless there's AEW stars in it, you're going to get a dead crowd a lot of times. And then you're also going to see, oh, it's that same old stale crowd from, from AEW. I don't know how they're going to do this. Well, my the thing I thought of when you were reading his email was talking about maybe later selling it. You can only the only way anyone's going to even pretend to be interested in is if it's a live show. And I don't think Ring of Honor is ever going to do that. I don't think they can afford to. <clears throat> yeah. So that's what sells live shows. Yeah. So anyway, that's that. Larry's absolutely right. And um, that's all I can say about that. But um <laughs> I'm yeah. keeping that clip. You win. Uh, <laughs> thank you for the email, and we should probably talk about SmackDown now, right? Oh, okay. SmackDown. Oh, I hated the SmackDown so much. I'm trying to remember anything I liked on it. I'm sorry. Oh, God. SmackDown Live, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Oh, man. I remember because you were delayed. and I'm like, I had to watch everything me. on a delay, so Ugh. I didn't get to watch. You know what my Saturday was? My Saturday was Friday? my Saturday was NXT Silent and Gray. Oh wait, that was your Sunday. That's every day is but like it, that. It was just like Sunday, I'm sure. Exactly. My Saturday was SmackDown, NXT, SmackDown, Rampage, um, Ring of Honor pay per view, 
NXT pay-per-view, which by the way is NXT pay-per-view, the men's Iron Survivor match, huge thumbs up. I really loved, even I, with the cluster of rules. I loved it. The women's one, huh. I didn't. The women's one didn't like it at all. The men's one loved it. They did. I these guys can work we just like. Take, I know beasts. this is going to probably be covered on another show, but can you just explain to me right now what is NXT? All I'm asking. It's it really is just developmental that they need sometimes f- to pop a rating. You need to bring in stars from from Raw and SmackDown in to help it. That's all. That's I, all it, it that is. That doesn't make sense. I know. I know. I know. But yeah. So what was my point here? Oh yeah, I had to watch. Yeah, I watched all that in one day. I was beat. That took about twelve hours. So. But anyway, SmackDown Live from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Brawling Brutes come out, and they announce that tonight is the, not Brawling Brutes, but Michael Cole and announces tonight's the Kurt Angle birthday celebration, because we're in Pittsburgh. Which okay. you're like, why? I wish I didn't know. And also the Intercontinental title contract signing with Gunter and Ricochet is tonight. So the Bloodline come out, and Cole says that Riddle's going to be out for many weeks because of Solo Sokoa, because he chair-necked him. Cole did not say that Riddle was, and we did not know on Friday that uh, Riddle was out because of drugs and rehab. But what's what's interesting about this is just how no one in the wrestling media universe, no dirt sheets, no reporters, no one knew about Riddle's uh, first drug suspension. They kept this super secret. So I just thought that was interesting. What else don't we know? There's a lot. Um, tag title match right now. Sheamus and Butch against the Usos. It was supposed to be Sheamus and Drew against the Usos, but Drew says which sounded medically... at least sounded yeah realistic. Which sounded real because it's like, how do you pin Sheamus and Drew in this match against Usos? So maybe the titles could change hands. You never know. But now that it's Butch, now you know who the weak link is, and you know how the match is going to end. And it was the one D. It's a great match, but one D and Butch is going to job, and the Usos retain, and that's just how that works. But Drew being medic quote medically disqualified from being on SmackDown, does that mean he's on this week or does that mean he's suspended too because they surprised everybody? So don't forget, just some kind of steroids which you might think are okay or or prescribed or whatever. WWE might not think they're okay, or if you can't produce a prescription, say instantly. They might say, well, then too bad you have to be off this week. And if you can produce it, then you're back. If you can't produce it, then you're out for a month. So it could be one of those situations, but I'm just speculating. I have absolutely no idea. I haven't talked to anyone about it. I haven't heard anything about it. So this is all just guesswork. But anyway, the Usos retain the titles. Backstage, oh God, Kurt Angle and a guy that should be in prison walking. This is what this is for. Okay. They find Braun Strowman and Strowman says stuff to this prison guy and I, he says, he says you're in developmental, right? You need to get up here to SmackDown because we need people on SmackDown. This guy, I'm not going to advertise his, his name. Was... He's an Olympic gold medalist. I'll just say that. Maybe I'll say his name once in the whole show, but I'll say this. Do you look, can you, do you ever look at a guy and he just has dead eyes and he looks like he, there's something wrong with him? This guy had the dead eyes here. And how did he talk? I 
when I come up, I will be it's horrible. sure to look you up the first. I used to think his brother, who they renamed Damon <laughs> Kemp in NXT, I used to think Damon Kemp was was wooden. Damon Kemp's like a master class in promos compared to this idiot. <laughs> so, yeah, this was bad. And this guy, just, I want, I, I want everybody to watch part of the SmackDown to see this guy's dead eyes here and in the later segment. He's scary. So... Don't like him. Don't like him at all. John Cena is back on. Do do some research on him. The last name's Stevenson. Oh, by the way, Kurt Angle said, meet my friend Stevenson. So. Yeah, good friends. Good, Kurt good doesn't friends. even know his name. By the way, you want to talk about dead eyes and everything. Doesn't Angle look checked out this oh, whole time? He's on, I feel bad. He's he's getting he's getting up there in age and body decrepit city and yeah, I don't know. I don't know about this guy. Wait till later when he picks up the 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 gimmick when he sprays it into the ring. He can barely walk. I feel so bad. This guy's like going to fall over and disintegrate. John Cena is back on SmackDown sometime soon, it says. And it's so exciting because it's been like a year. On SmackDown? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's that. Whatever. LA Knight comes out. He gets in the ring and he says, I'm sick of this. I know it was Bray that attacked me. But then, okay, I hate when we get the stupid back in our shows, like the things that only Vince would do. But he goes, do you want to know how I know? Look. And it was, I think it was LA Knight's botch because they show the clip of LA Knight buried in rubble. That didn't tell you anything and how you know. It's, that was nothing. Then... The clip he was supposed to say, you want to know how I know, too. He says, and now look at this. And they show that clip of the scary mask guy in the dark behind LA Knight. That's where he's supposed to know about it. And then they show another clip of the scary mask guy that I didn't even notice. Remember when he was pinned to the garage door by like a little cart? Yeah. And it didn't even make sense. Yeah. I didn't notice the scary thing all the way. <clears throat> excuse me, all the way was in the background really, of that. Was it really there? Or did they do that after? I'm sure it was there. I'm sure. It, there's the, I doubt they'd even bother to do that. So. I think it was there. It was just really far away. <coughs> Excuse me. So LA Knight's trying to talk. And then all of a sudden, Uncle Howdy's on the Tron. And he says, do it. He deserves to suffer. The door's closing. And it's footage, all this footage of LA Knight and Bray Wyatt. And then the footage goes away. And LA Knight says, well, that was just obviously Bray too on the screen. Why does anyone else think it's like somebody else under that mask? It's obviously Bray Wyatt. And then he goes to the back and nothing, nothing happens. Oh, this show. Earlier today, today, Legato was in a parking lot. And I don't know why, because all of, all the action was behind them. It looks like Rhonda and Shayna broke Tank Liar, the bad actor's arm. And then we go backstage to an interview with Rhonda and Shayna. And they say, you never saw us hurt her arm. Maybe she fell. And then Liv and Tegan come in. And they say, you you beat people, but you never beat us. What? You were tag team like yeah, for just five seconds. Pick somebody you've never, never tagged with before. Five seconds? What? That. Oh my God. Yeah, you could always say that then. But then, this is great. Shayna says, Well, Liv, you mess with the bully, get the horns. And then Rhonda looks at them and goes, They don't understand metaphors. <laughs> 
What? Where was the metaphor? I don't I mean, they don't know. understand old sayings or proverbs. That's not. It what does she think a metaphor me crazy. is? It made me question my own understanding. No, of... it's Rhonda's dumb. That's all. <sighs> Mess with the bull, you get the horns. That's like an ancient proverb or something. Not a metaphor. A metaphor. What? Hmm. Legato comes out to the ring. And they announced that Roman Reigns is actually going to be on SmackDown next week. So I expect another, you know, not that that pops a rating, but they're getting really good ratings for Friday night. So now it's the Legato Goons. That's Cruz and uh, Wild against Cruz Wild against the Viking Raiders with Valhalla, which they refuse to call by her name, Valhalla. They're calling her Valhalla. Not, is that her name? No. Maybe it's just Valhalla. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's not Valhalla. Anyway, Zelina Vega's on commentary. And they're like, oh, Br- Wade Barrett's like, oh, she is cosplaying as Aaliyah, but not that Aaliyah, the wrestler, and not that Aaliyah, Rey Mysterio's daughter, but that Aaliyah that Rey Mysterio's daughter was named after. Why are you cosplaying as Aaliyah in a company that already has two Aaliyahs? And... Why are you cosplaying as what are you what are we talking about? Why yeah, why are we talking about it anyway? Cosplaying Larry because she has no character the way every small blonde in wrestling it just is Harley Quinn for some reason. And it's like there was that phase where everybody had to be Harley Quinn. And it's like are we what are we doing? I understand when you wrestle when you dress like that for a pay-per-view or something and that's like, you know, that's it's fun. It's yeah, dressing for a pay-per-view. Whatever. Is kind of- but like that's when that's your character is you don't know what it is. So you're a different person each week. Maybe there's a problem there, but this is dumb. It's barely a match. Hit Rose music hits and it's B fab. And she sits down on a chair on the stage and then top Dalla and Ashante, the Adonis have chairs. They interrupt the match hits. They hit everyone with chairs. So it's a DQ. Adonis has one movie has to do and he botches it. One move. BFAB throws Valhalla, as they say, at Zelina Vega. Crap Dalla beats down Legato, uh, one of the Legato kids. And then Hit Row stands tall. Guess how much reaction they get from the crowd? Uh, as much as they deserve. Yep, zero. <laughs> they just stood tall against two heel teams, and the crowd was like, oh. And then Crap Dalla reverse puppets, so... Now I have less respect for him. Backstage, LA Knight. Well, not everybody can puppet. It's okay, but he seems to be. It's a tough dumb. gig, puppeting. It is. Um, puppet ain't easy, y'all. Backstage, LA Knight walking, and he goes into a room and he finds the Bray Wyatt moth t shirt and the lights go off. Okay, so now something's going to happen, right? Yeah. A masked Bray monster is there. Not the Uncle Howdy mask, but the one we thought was Uncle Howdy mask, where he debuted, the one he debuted with at Extreme Rules. So that monster's there, and we just go to break. Does anything ever come of this? No. Wow. Wow. Okay. I need, I need, and I know we've talked about anything. this. I need a step forward. Yeah. I need one step. Not a reveal, not no. a huge. I need I just a want step to, forward. Well, we're going to get a step forward on Raw, and that's exciting. There's one cool thing on Raw. Okay. Wow, that's not that much. It's not that much, but it's big. It's a big deal, though. And what if it doesn't pay off? Won't you be angry? Of course it's going to be. It's not Vince. Of course it's going to pay off. Okay. 
Larry, unless unless Alexa Bliss gets popped on a drug test for <laughs> Bliss steroids or something, then that it will never happen. Bliss. She's on the Bliss. Ricochet comes out, Imperium come out, and it's a contract signing, moderated by some homeless guy in a suit, and New Day come out for some reason. And they clown and clown, and they call them Imperi Yuck. And then Woods says this line, what? Okay, so if you don't know, if you didn't watch NXT like I did, because I'm a sucker. Um, sucker. On NXT, um, Pretty Deadly did like the, not the night before Christmas, but they did like a Christmas tale, like they were telling a reading from a book and telling you the Christmas story. And then New Day interrupted them, and then they booked a match for the pay-per-view, which, yes, New Day won the NXT tag titles. Ugh. Which is like... Wow, I guess they're going to live on... Well, to be fair, do they have anything to do on SmackDown? No, but what right. is NXT? It makes no sense. It's it's a joke. But so Woods hears, after they say Imperi yuck, Woods says, we could have just stayed in the back and and watched Imperium, but that actually helped us get an NXT title shot. I don't know what that means. Do you mean because we didn't stay in the back and we, we went to NXT? Is that what you mean? Because that's not what you said. Anyway... Woods also says on the just in case. That's not a phrase. You ever hear anybody say that? No, but the but it, it might just I don't understand metaphors. So. I will do this on the just in case that you did this. Uh, okay. Anyway, it's a Woods, it's terrible. Woods does Vi- Viagra jokes. It's not funny. This is all clowning. It, none of it's funny. No, it's bad. Ricochet says he'll win. They f- throw furniture around. And then the homeless idiot says, get a referee. This match is official. But he doesn't mean Wow, have the you match- ever seen such a throw together match? I know. And, and well, we kind of see when I'm raw, but it was booked a week ago. Um, or thought up a week ago. But we just signed a contract. And he says, get a referee. This match is official. But he doesn't mean the title match, which is next week. He means a six-man tag, which is now. And Ricochet jumps over the top rope, turns into a ball, and just rolls over. He doesn't hit anyone. He jumps clear over everyone. And he's like, oops. So it's a six-man stupid tag match. Ricochet gets the win. Nothing to see there. Not that You could skip that part. Alpha Academy can't get into Kurt Angle's party area. But the Street Profits can. Because Alpha Academy aren't Kurt Angle's friends. Backstage, Bloodline's all excited and oozy, but Solo is being Solo. He's not, you know, he just is himself. He's most of the time just brooding there, like Roman Reigns. He's a Roman Reigns type of guy. Uso tells Sammy, oh my God, Larry, this is it. He tells Sammy, yes, how I was so excited. Going back to this? Yes. I guess we have nothing else to do. We don't, but like, I don't know how many people actually were privy to this information. This is really exciting to me because this well, did yeah, never well, happen. We knew this weeks ago. I know, but I'm saying like, besides the people that listen to the show, do other people know this? The Uso tells Sammy, trim your beard up because next week we're going to be in Chicago. And well, just do it. You want to be your best there. We're finally going to get the anointment into yep. Sammy Uso, aren't we? Yes. And it's going to be awesome. Oh my God. That's so cool. Well, Get he ready. deserves it. It's so cool. This story's so attention. awesome. Remember yeah. the horrible conspiracy stuff they made him do? And, yeah, uh, and it was it was not like it went nowhere. It died a death. It was horrible. <laughs> so 
That was Vince right there. We couldn't remember one week to the other what part of the story we were at. So then it never finished. So backstage, Rey Mysterio is with a trainer. Scar- his, his foot's hurt or his ankle's hurt. Scarlet and Karrion Cross come in. And Cross tells the story in a very quiet manner. He's very calm. He tells the story. And you knew where it was going the second he started, but he still tells the whole boring thing. It's about how Scarlet had a horse and the horse had to be put down after it was too old. And two indie wrestlers dressed like security guards, but they look (laughs) like they're somebody's come in and they're like, is there a problem here? What part of this would make you think there was a problem? Maybe they saw the promo last week. I guess because Cross is just sitting there talking very quietly to another wrestler. What was... Were they like eavesdropping? Did they, they okay, make assumptions about what the story meant? Well, yeah, I like this. This was done well. The problem I had is Karen Cross is still relatively new and he's picking on an old veteran. I know. And it just doesn't kind of seem right. However, to be fair, this is a feud that Cross can actually win. So I'm fine with it. But, um, by the way, Cross is still in media interviews all the time. Is still saying he's going to be the one to beat Roman Reigns. But then again, you know who else is saying that? Who? Braun Strowman. Oh, God, I heard. What the heck is he talking about? What did you say who? Braun Strowman. Oh, I heard someone else. Oh, you did? I heard someone wants to wrestle him and not lose. So. Wait, who was it? Don't someone say- who just signed an, a deal to wrestle... Unfortunately, like eight more matches, seven. Brock? No, Goldberg. You didn't hear this? Wait, Goldberg signed a new contract? No, no, no. I did not hear this. I heard I heard he signed it and Stephanie was behind it. He's going to be, oh yeah, it's great. When did Goldberg sign a new contract? How did I miss this? I don't know. Here, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. You keep talking. No, I'm already looking. Hold on. Oh, oh yeah, he did. Wow. Yep. I didn't know. To yep. your deal. And in, in, in an interview, he said he wanted to wrestle Roman Reigns, and then he said, I don't want to yeah, lose to him. I see that. Wow. Hmm. Great. I didn't know. I'm sorry that I had to tell you. Oh. No, no, no. no Larry, this is from that. this is from a, a, a not reliable source. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, I just Googled it. I didn't even look at any way. This was in none of my normal um So you think that's not reliable? I don't, I could, no, I'm not saying it's not real. I'm saying the source isn't reliable. That's all. Okay. I, that doesn't mean I it's not real it because, but. because most, yeah, I think it's going to be all these Saudi Arabia dates. I mean, that makes sense. Uh, but, okay. But let me get back to this. So, so this Ray Mysterio carrying cross segment could only have made better, could have only been made better or could, could, sorry, not only because that makes it sound like it was good. It could have been made much better if it was comedy at the end. <laughs> like, unintentional comedy as soon as cross left Rey Mysterio would like do a double take and go wait am I the horse dog <laughs> that would have been awesome so there you go or yeah, I'm the horse I'm the horse dog Liv Morgan and Tegan Knox come out and then we get a Lacey Evans is a marine video terrible thing oh, oh what my God. is going on here oh it's so bad oh it's so so bad you can reboot her however you want it's like rebooting Honky Tonk Man. That like, first Southern <laughs> annoying Bell character is always going to be her. Yep. Yep. 
and it's and and any other character she is, as soon as she starts turning on the crowd and saying that they're nasty, it's all it's the same thing. It's just rehash. Liv and Tegan against Rhonda and Shayna. And this is where Cole says, "Rehash." Um, what rehash? Didn't Riddle go to rehash? He did go to re. He wished he was at rehash. Um, (laughs) Cole says that Tank Liar has a broken hand, and she had she tweeted that she has a broken hand. So now I don't trust her because she's a pathological liar. But maybe she does. She did show an X-ray, but that could have been of a horse. Not sure. (laughs) Uh, Cole says. Cole says this weird line out of nowhere that because he knows stuff. So he goes, maybe the winner of this match gets a tag title shot. What? What, what a weird thing to say. Why did you just say that? Oh, my God. Raquel maybe. comes out for a distraction. A face comes out to distract the heels. Tegan is years late for her shining wizard. So Shayna has but to stagger. But it's the shiniest, Joe. It's the shiniest. This week he... Didn't call it the world's shiniest wizard, which is nothing, by the way. Um, it's her na- her nickname, which you were trying to think of last week, was the girl with the shiniest wizard. <laughs> which, if you really think too hard about that one, don't. Um, so Shayna has to stagger like a Mortal Kombat character that's like, finish him forever. Because Liv does a terrible move on her. Tegan's late. The faces win, but boy, that looked bad. And... Let's see if they get a title shot because Cole said, oh, guess what? They get a title shot. Oh, good for you, Cole. Oh, my God. All of a sudden, they announce that Liv and Tegan have a title match next week. Oh, backstage creepy dead-eye criminal is at the, or should be criminal, is at the Kurt Angle party. And he just looks like, do I belong here? He did not impress on his outing here. Nope. Even if you, everything else aside. Yep. Oh good. my God. Now, if you thought the heat was non-existent and that the crowd's not going to care this week, next week on SmackDown, it's a triple threat of who cares because it's hit row against the Vikings against Legato. Wow. Who were we cheering for in that match? I don't know. The Vikings oh are, are like, what's God. her face being rebooted and just. They're just Lacey Evans, Baron Corbin. That's all they are. Yeah. Why don't mm. Why don't you just let them actually wrestle like they can wrestle and be super amazing in a tag team? You would I think. I, you such a would waste. Think. Main event, talking. Kurt Angle comes out. He says, thank you for this birthday celebration. Before we could say anything else, the Alpha Academy goons come out. They say, Otis is going to eat your cake, Kurt Angle. Look, mm, look at this cake. So Angle leaves the ring and he says, if you're gonna, if you're gonna eat cake, I feel bad because I'm gonna, I'm gonna be old like that one day too. But hopefully not, like touch not quite like, like that. Not with all the concussions though. That's the difference. So he says. So I'm not gonna mock his voice. I'm sorry for that. A little bit, but he did, he did say he was hacked in a snowbank or whatever. But he with says, if you're gonna eat all that cake, exactly. Oh, he said, if you're gonna eat all that cake, you're gonna eat a lot of milk. So. You need milk. A milk truck drives out. <sighs> Here's the only time I can say his full name. Cole screams, that's Olympic gold medalist Gable Steveson. Like we didn't see him twice already tonight. Why did he say it all weird like that? I don't know. Putting This I know, it was Smackdown gross. was really bad on a lot of levels. Yep. The yeah. obvious levels with, with him. The 
the lazy writing and honestly i really like alpha academy but they can't be the answer to everything of we need to throw something in here I oh know. alpha academy. we need somebody to beat we need somebody to beat up they're we need the somebody to be clowned we need somebody to be it's humiliated just... it's always alpha academy and for people again that are like what what do you mean criminal what did he do and then they look up the stevenson guy and they're like hey, but he got he got away he they dropped the charges they had to make up a special law because of this incident that happened because he sexually assaulted a woman and there's the, the law the law was one way so he was able to get away with it and they had to actually change things because of it he didn't he didn't not do it okay he got away with it so he couldn't go to jail because of a technicality this guy should never have been hired by WWE ever the thing is this guy should be on a hundred offenders lists and not be allowed in this company when you have somebody say Randy Orton gets in trouble yeah he's a he's a he's a star you could you could at least give them leeway for working around it Jimmy Snooker kills a woman. You Whatever. can't give him leeway, Larry. But, but if I'm you saying, have no reason you're that you saying, need this person. You're saying that they will allow it because that guy could make them money. This guy will make them no money no. ever. Never, ever. Ever. This guy will change his mind about wanting to be in the business before he makes them a dime. I think I saw him change his mind backstage when he was like, I saw I will his, make sure that I will look you look at, up and look you at will this, be the first. Look at this people. man and it will tell you everything you need to know about him. Look into his eyes. What do you see? Anyway. That they, is one good thing. I really don't think we'll ever see. I bet he never wrestles on Raw or SmackDown. I thought that for a while, but now I think, unfortunately, we're going to have to go through that era. And I'm sickened by it. Okay. But they throw milk bottles in the ring. And hit Otis right in his head. I was so sad for him. But here's where Angle grabs the milk hose and he could barely walk holding this thing. He had such a hard time moving. He sprays milk way over the alpha guy's heads. It gets all over the commentators and the crowd. That's it. Imagine how sad that is. And I understand it's watered down milk. It's not fully milk. But... Imagine those people in the front row that live hours away and they drove here. They have to go with like sour milk but, on their clothes. But Joe, what? poor Alpha Academy doesn't even take a bath until Monday night. Apparently, they are pigs that don't bathe. And, you and know that, well, we'll get this on roll. Somehow must have been wearing the same clothes. Go, I wrote the end garbage SmackDown. So that's, It was. And that's that, that end of SmackDown where... Oh, nostalgia. Please, let's not go back to this. Uh, Remember? What did I what did I predict they were going to do a grocery store fight? Just and this was just that same thing. I know. I know. Oh, it's got a milk truck. I know. Well, let's do Rampage quick so we can get to Raw because okay. Rampage, Rampage was short, are, but yeah, um sure. it really I mean miles better than than last week's Rampage. Like well, it was, it was first, night and day opening because match. Could yeah. have made it miles better. I know. It's from the Ralph E. B. Center, Cedar Park, Texas. <laughs> and it's Rampage Babies. Yeah. With uh so much ROH. But it, this time at least I know why. This Jim time Ross they had to because the next day's a pay-per-view. So that's fine. Whatever. 
So we get Moxley versus Takeshita. Oh, this match is so good. It was a very fun match. Uh, Please watch this match. They kind of wrestle around, and Moxley slaps him, and Takeshita slaps him back. Takeshita is never scared of Moxley at all. No. And then JR goes on this, this, he says, oh, some people would say that that Takeshita was sending Moxie a message. What does that even mean? What does that mean? Send oh, he does that I again. I heard yes. you say that, JR, a hundred times. I've yep. heard JR say that. Exact, but he loves doing that now. And that remember last time he did this, remember last time he did this, abdomen, area. What does that mean? What is the area? And then when Tony challenged him on it, he got all mad at Tony. Then, because... I am an Excalibur Mark, and I will point out every time he's my hero. Don Callis, they show him in a box watching, <gasps> and only Excalibur does correct commentating by saying yes. who it is. JR and Tony are like, oh, look, he's up there. Look at him. Right, He's him. right there. And Excalibur yep. finally goes, that's Don Callis watching. I wonder who he's watching for. Okay, do you want the sad part here? What? Don Callis has been scouting to catch on Dark. Oh, God. Yep. How about, I don't know that. They frighten the crowd. There's no countouts, I guess. Hey, guess what? Moxley's bleeding. Oh, He's bleeding so too much. much. And poor Takeshita. Oh, God, it's Takeshita gross. Takeshita has to just get covered in a note, not his own blood. I know. The crowd chants for Takeshita. They do well because by the end of this match, Takeshita's made you believe so much that he's so good and that it's his time. Oh, I thought he could win easy. That's the thing. You're like, well, maybe they'll do it. And then they booed Moxley. Yeah. Moxley, Moxley chokes him out. Yeah. So, but it was still a really, really good match. Probably my favorite match. Loved it. I don't think there was any, was there anything else? Here's the thing, Larry, you got to see that and it was your favorite match, but I got to see, I got to see that, that uh, five way scramble iron survivor thing, which was incredible. And I got to see the du- double dog collar match. So I'm, I've had it. And wait, you like the acclaimed against FTR. That was fantastic. Yeah, I like this better. But the point is, what what a bunch of cool matches in a row we got. It's pretty fantastic. Pretty bad WWE. And WWE has been better lately. But But they've been weak. Compared to AEW this week, they were weak. Uh, Hangman comes out and says, hey, I'm not allowed to fight. Let's fight. And they fight. (laughs) That is what he said. And we talk, uh, we see more of the book of Will Hobbs. And, yeah, uh, and it's always to be continued. He yeah. says that his his hometown is a thing that you want nothing a part of. We can <laughs> refilm say this that. stuff. He did say, yep, they just left that in. <laughs> then they do the weirdest thing. They, they're like, we want to congratulate Hook on one year of being in wrestling, and you haven't seen him in two months. So. It's like he's been in what? here for a year and had like seven matches or something, or 15 matches. You haven't seen him recently. Really? And then another weird thing. Hathaway's we see Hathaway and he's like now it's time for news with Hathaway yeah and uh I want to go to Waffle House what was that he wants to have a rematch for the FTW title because it was an unfair ending and only a fan's cam could figure it out but his fan now the fan is his friend and they want to go to go eat I don't know this was ridiculous the Regina die wave it's, first title. of all, it's Re- Regina Regina Die. No, it's <laughs> Regina DeWave title. Princess Die. Yes, she did. Yes. Uh, Sheeta versus Bunny. Wow. I don't know. Why would Bunny get a, a sh- title match? This is so yeah, dumb. Yeah, it gets a shot at Hater. Uh, oh, 
I really like this. During the show, the commentators say, hey, guess what? There's this weekend, there's no college football, so why not watch wrestling? College that's, football's better, but it's not around. So. That is how they sell the pay-per-view, Larry. It's, Might as well. Yeah. Um, you're bored. Why don't you watch this? Like, there's not five other wrestling shows you could watch. But also, what does Bunny try to do? What's her finisher? Well, I, I was well. First, she the Penelope Ford throws an akindo stick, and somehow that's like a big distraction. I know. And then Bunny accidentally hits Ford. Right, but I just Bunny, want to talk about Bunny kicks out of a driver. Really? She does kick out of a Michinoku driver, but I want to talk about the attempted finisher by the Bunny. Do you remember what her finisher is called? No. It's called down the rabbit hole. Okay. Who's the rabbit? She is. So then. Oh, maybe it shouldn't be called that. Okay. Well, Sheeta gets that katana and wins, of course. Okay. Just checking. Hater comes out and nothing. So. Yep. And nothing indeed. ROH women's title package. Mercedes versus Athena. Yeah, Athena wants to retire Mercedes. Like I said, to make room for another Mercedes. They're like, oh, they were in something called Shimmer that we've never talked about. Well, maybe they have. I don't know. No, then, they, ha- they have not. They have okay, not. They've never said so. And then Athena uses the word push. It's yeah. really going to help her push. Uh, why? The Firm versus Clayton Bloodstone. Is this real? Of the Vanderklein Bloodstones versus and Izzy James. Now, they never said the word W. Morrissey tonight, did they? Not now once. it is it's Lee Moriarty and Big Bill. That's mm. the firm. Okay. I thought it was a Robert Plant. Uh, <laughs> like two minutes. Bill Slam. Are we calling this the Bill Slam? I don't know what we're calling it. I don't know. Goozle. But, yeah. Whatever. Last Wednesday when Dynamite was over, FTR was asked about that whole Briscoe challenge. And they said yes, which I thought they already like kind of acknowledged. <laughs> I hope they said yes. The pay-per-view is tomorrow. <laughs> So. Ortez and, and Eddie Kingston are angry about House of Black beating Aww, them up. So that means that that means Eddie Kingston and Ortiz are House of Black food now. Yep. Oh well. Uh, Kip Sabian, Penelope Ford is, and the best friends are with Mark Henry. Yeah. And Kip Sabian has a mystery person, and Dan Housen is in Mark Henry's square. That was awesome. <laughs> and he's trying to steal his taglines. That they, was fun. They have. Every time Orange Cassidy's on with Mark Henry, they do something different. I love it. So, oh, more talk about Shane Taylor and J.D. Gritty winning Swerve. I think it's Griffey, but yeah. But they look so outmatched in this promo. I know. And, and now, again, like I said, Shane Taylor, oh my God, he looked awesome in that match. But they made him like a Ring of Honor jobber. So now, all Atlantic title, Orange Cassidy versus who could it be now? Yeah. Men of work. And it's Trent Seven, which <gasps> is a mustache mountain man. Look at that. It's Trent Seven, is, everybody. That's fine. I just don't know what it means, but match, match, match. Uh, Baker and Bunny and, and Blade come Why down. Why do we need all this shenanigan bullcrap? Yeah. What What yeah. is this? And it clears everybody out. Seven accidentally hits Kip. And then uh, Punch, Orange Punch, Cassidy wins. And it was a match. And then afterwards, they beat up Cassidy, but Dustin Rhodes comes out. Okay, but hold on. You got to rewind. Yep. Uh, no, go ahead. Keep going. 
Yeah. No, they beat. No, wait. No, they beat up Cassidy. But wait, Kip Sabian said he couldn't wrestle because he was hurt. Tony Schiavone says, "Yeah, he's not. He's hurt not hurt." Okay, Larry, if he's not why? hurt, why when he want the title shot? Why did he give know, it to Trent it's not Seven? Like he has a title. Not like he said, "I what? I'll take a title shot next." But right now, I'm hurt. No, he oh. has no title shot at this point. I don't understand this. Yeah. So. And then, yes, Dustin Rhodes in his hometown comes out, and that's the end of that. What? That, this was, I like this rampage a lot. But then well, again, it, it definitely was worth an hour of your time. And that's the thing. We, we, we Two came off matches. of, right. It was worth, it was only an hour, so it was worth your time. But after last week's worst rampage, I think, ever, this was, it was this made up, up for it. But here's the thing TK has a history of this. He goes, I'm going to make rampage better. And then he goes, What's the answer to that? Bring on John Moxley. It gets a decent rating. And then he coasts. And then he it drops in quality. And then it recycles. So until he does consistent rampages that are important, I don't trust him with rampage. You well, shouldn't be we shouldn't be urinating away our or his trust already. Are we peeing <laughs> it out or is he? I don't know, but we we should not be doing that already with TK. I I think Rampage is just going to be what it is. I, yeah. You want it to be important. Yeah. But I think they're like, okay, it's an hour. We're going to throw some stuff on there. But just and it's what you one- said. Every once in a while, they're going to make it better, and then it's going to be worse. And then yeah, they're going to make it better, that's and no it's going to be worse. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. What is work? I mean. What works? Putting your... One, you know, your world champion on there. Put put one of the. Why are none of the the uh, the best of seven matches on Rampage? Why are they That's all on point. Dynamite? Good point. What? That certainly would sell an entire Rampage. It right sure there. would. There's seven of them potentially. Hmm. I don't understand. But like I said, it's cyclical with TK. He put Moxley on there. That's been his pattern, as that's what he does, and then. It gets a better rating, and then he forgets about it again. So we'll see what happens now. But um, no emails about Rampage. I want to talk about Raw because we just watched that. Uh, so I know. Sorry, Larry. Raw live from Milwaukee. Damage control. Okay, so they say, okay, we're going to open tonight with Bailey against Alexa Bliss in a number one contenders match. But no, damage control comes out, and then they're standing in the ring, and Becky Lynch shows up through the crowd again. And attacks and chases Sky and Kai away with a chair. And I'm like, okay, she's there to make sure it's a fair match. And also she's going to cost, by by having it be a fair match, that costs Bailey the match. And we get our Becky Bailey match that we were going to get. Okay, it all makes sense. But then Alexa Bliss comes out and then Bianca comes out after her. And I'm like, wait, but this match, Bianca, Bianca would always come out with Alexa because they were friends. But now Bianca's coming out to watch the match because this is a number one contenders match. So this is weird. So, okay, whatever. Number one contenders match. Here it is. Bailey against Alexa Bliss. This crowd is, by the way, this crowd's atrocious. But this crowd doesn't care about this at all. Not one bit. They're worried about everything else but what's going on in the ring. Um, Alexa lands right on her head. She does a, I forget what she did. Her Karana, something, falls right on her head. 
Later tonight, they announce it's the six-man tag nobody asked for, Tozawa and the Street Profits against Judgment Day. Why? Remember last week when we said that's going to happen? It's going to happen. Every time Alexa does a move to Bailey and goes for a pin, instead of selling like Bailey's hurt, she's yelling moves as to what they're going to do next when she's supposed to be dead. So that looks stupid. Bailey fights with a turnbuckle cover and throws it out of the ring. Bianca tries to rat her out. And Bianca's holding the... Maybe maybe she grabbed it away. I can't remember if she threw it or grabbed it. Bianca has the turnbuckle cover. And all Bliss can see is that Bianca has the turnbuckle cover. So I'm like, oh, is that going to be the finish? No. Bliss thinks Bianca did that? Nope, that's not it. Bliss can barely... Now, I'm convinced... That this whole Exa Bliss thing could be put on pause, not because of drugs, Larry, drugs, yo, but because I think she got concussed when she landed on her head. She's not right the rest of the match, and then she tries to go to the top rope for Twisted Bliss and is slipping off the top rope. She can yeah, barely they even move. Pointed it out. Yep, so. it's not great. If you watch just the rest of the match, the way she moves, it's weird. So I'm afraid she the room's spinning for her. And um, but Twisted Bliss, Alexa Bliss is number one contender. She didn't land it right. It was a weird corner that she doesn't normally do it in. She was facing away from the camera. Everything about it was broken. So and she almost landed on Bailey's knees. So I think there's something wrong. But anyway, that's just Dr. Me talking there. That's <laughs> not me. doesn't mean anything. Dr. Me. So Alexa Bliss is number one contender, as expected. We expected that because we expected it to go on to Bailey versus um, Becky. And we expected Alexa to have to be in a story that's going to change her character. Sure enough, they're really doing it because Bianca comes in and she wants a handshake to the new number one contender from the new number one contender to and from. And mix those words up. And Bliss instead says, no, I'd rather have a hug. But Uncle Howdy Moth flashes on the screen and Alexa goes zombie mode and she's in a trance and she goes for the sister Abigail and the crowd's like, <gasps> but then she snaps out of it before she finishes the move and looks at Bianca and doesn't know what came over her. That was awesome. And the commentator's like, what was that? And they're like, we're not going to talk. And about that's it. the thing, right? They, they don't want to speculate because they'd have to explain it. So they're like, well, we both saw it. So yeah, let's just move on. Yes. They're remembering that Alexa used to be with Bray Wyatt. So that's what this was, and it was pretty crazy. As long as we leave magic out of it, I'm fine. So I'm fine with the gimmick. Earlier today, Byron interviews Alpha Academy. They're still mad about the milk truck, and they say that Otis stinks because the milk is in his beard. From a week ago. Because he wouldn't have taken a shower. The OC come in. AJ Styles talks about how Carl Anderson is handling business in Japan. If you don't know, he is in Japan right now because tomorrow night is the finals of the tomorrow night's finals. Or is it? Yeah, I think it's tomorrow. Uh, World Tag League. So there you go. He's dropping the title to Hikaleo, it looks like. So he will not be the never openweight champion anymore. Never. Never, ever, never openweight. Styles wants a match with Shush tonight. And here it is, AJ Styles against Chad Gable. Wow, they announced that, that it's just, just yeah. this Alpha Academy being just thrown into everything. I know. Now the good thing I is I like them. The They're good great, thing is but... right, AJ Styles against Chad Gable is a good match. Yeah. But 
Here's the problem. Well, first, later tonight, it's Elias against Solo. This match, like I said, AJ against Gable, of course it's good. But all Graves wants to talk about is how much Otis stinks. Oh, he smells like cottage cheese. He sm- He says, he smells... This is so stupid. He says, he smells like a n- newborn's room. And I don't mean that in a good way or something. So you think he means that there's like milk all over the place, right? That's spoiled. And then he talks about needing a diaper, whatever that thing is called. What's that thing called? The diaper thing that you put your diapers in to stop it from smelling. Diaper don't smell up your house. Whatever it is. Genie. Diaper, diaper, diaper genie. genie. That's it. But that would mean it smells like poo. Well, I also, they try, then they have to cover, like explain it. They're like, well, they've been on the road and he can't fit into hotel showers. That's exactly what what Graves said. Graves is single-handedly telling this story that makes no sense. He's, okay, I'll talk about this now because I might forget. He is also single-handedly telling the entire story of a relationship between Rhea Ripley and Dominic that's not believable one bit. If Dominic and Rhea never kiss on screen, I don't believe there's anything between them. This all It's all just talking. He has to explain all this stuff that happens between the two of them. That If Corey Graves wasn't telling that story, it's not even a story. He just wants to say incels. I know. I don't know why I that don't is know. even... A word in wrestling. I don't know. It's I don't know. It's really bad. So anyway, Patrick is like exhausted already because he's like he's bringing his Morrow like goes to eleven mode in the first two matches, and I don't know why. And and both men are down in the ring. AJ Styles and Chad both on the mat. He goes, "Who gets the bragging rights? Who's gonna get up first? We're worried about." The man that gets up first can brag that they got up first in a double, like, knockdown move. That's that's the kind of stuff that Patrick is looking at in these matches. Yeah, he's he needs to learn to go up and down instead of just constantly yeah. being it. He's either always going to break, or he's always doing the whisper mode, or he's always he's always excited, or he's always it's always one he's in one track at a time, and then. He only knows that one track. And he repeats that track a lot. Anyway, Styles clash. AJ Styles wins. Whatever. Doesn't matter. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. Backstage, Johnny and Dexter have a whiteboard of ideas on how Dexter should spend his money. They tried their best with this, but it is a lazy story. Oh, we'll wait till later. Candace comes in and she says, why do you want to spend the money? We have everything we need. Why do you even need this? And why? First of all, Why does she think she's getting like, okay, if you don't know, this is okay. This is so dumb because on NXT, Johnny and Johnny and Candace were basically like adopted parents of Indy Hartwell who got married to Dexter, which made Dexter like a son-in-law to Candace and Johnny. But knowing that they're in story not even married anymore, Dexter and and Indy, and Indy's on a different show, why would they pick the person outside the family who isn't related to them in any way, who was a in-law or step or whatever you want to call it? I guess it's in-law, right? Son-in-law? Is that what it is? Yeah, no, it's I'm fine with that. I know that, but my point is in the story, why would that money be for Candace? 
Because I think they are, what do you call it? Guardians of him. I guess you're right. So Candace is like, we have everything we need. We don't need anything. And Johnny goes, I do I like, have a- I like this whole dynamic. Oh, I, I love the dynamic up until now, even though, but the story they were given to work with is so lazy tonight. It is. So Johnny goes, I have a plan. Okay. The plan's not going to be any good, by the way. Judgment Day come out. Backstage interview. Oh, you forgot to mention the whiteboard was his art and it was really funny. It was all Dexter's art, which he really makes. Um, He drew all kinds of things like they were going to make Iron Man suits. suits. Exactly. They were going to spend all this money. Dress the baby up in gangster. Yeah. Baby wrestling. They were going to do all these things. Make a clone of their pet or whatever. They were going to do all these things. Okay. So backstage interview with Three Prophets and Tazawa. Oh my God. They... I think they just did a double racist joke. They ask, why did the street prophets save Tazawa? Do you know why they did that? Why? Just so Dawkins could say, because he's my ninja. Oh yeah, man. Well, well, at least they won't because you know, drugs and everybody getting suspended for drugs. They'll probably skip that for. No, Tazawa wants the drugs. So Mm -hmm. Balor, Priest and Dominic against four Dawkins and Tazawa. Oh, who wanted to see this? No one. Graves screaming at Patrick. He's like, I need to talk about Dominic and say gross things about his crotch and Rhea Ripley. And you know what? That Dominic, he should only have one name. Caliente. Caliente Mysterio. Just one word. You just said Caliente. Just one word, one, Yeah. Anyway, that's stupid. The crowd, every time. Now, this crowd's dead tonight, but every time Dominic starts getting beat up, this crowd loves it. That's like the only thing. You know who Dominic is now with Rhea Ripley? Without the kissing, he is Sammy Guevara now. Oh, yeah. Okay. I kind of see that. Yeah. Yeah. So now the crowd hates him. So cheating for no reason. Judgment day over. We needed to distract the ref so that Damian Priest could help in the match. He's in the match. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Johnny and Dexter take the giant bag of money. Okay, here we go. This was Dexter's plan, right? They go to the merch stand. But Larry, this is going to be the dog that bites me. This is like the poker game for you. Okay. Okay. They go to the merch stand. They're looking around. And the merch guy's like, what do you have? And Johnny says, we'll take all of it. Did you see how much merch was there? There was yeah. hanging everywhere. There were multiple tables of it. He well, says, I we'll take, all, take of all of it. Okay. They pull out, like, how much money do you think that was? Five, ten thousand dollars $10,000? You mean, no, not even that. How much was it then? I don't know, 3000 bucks maybe? Okay, so 3000 bucks right? They hand it over. And then they barely take any of the merch. No. They take handfuls. They take shirts. handfuls, not but even clearly, the biggest handfuls. Clearly not, we'll take all of it, because there's like, they took maybe 10% of it, right? And so Johnny goes, I have an idea. So I think it's... I think it's going to be like a big Santa sack, right? They need, because yeah. he's like, how are we going to carry all this? Oh, I have how, an yeah. idea. I have an mm-hmm. idea, he says. I I thought it was going to be a rain reindeer in a sled. Anything, right? He says, let's go to the ring. And I'm like, okay, off screen, we're going to, they're going to like do this. So they go to the ring and it's just, they're just there and they have like this smallest radio flyer wagon that you've ever seen. There's a little bit of gifts in there. That's what your thousands of dollars just bought you? 
And that's what? And and what and the and it's in his kids' way. That was he's like, I got an idea. His idea was, oh, we we have a wagon. We have back. a wagon. That's not why really would, an idea. Why would the wagon be at the wrestling? But okay, whatever. Let's say his kids being babysat backstage. That's fine. Whatever. So they come out, and okay, I thought I have an idea means giant Santa sack, maybe Dexter dressed like Santa Claus. This could be something. No Santa outfit. No giant bag, nothing, just a wagon with some toys in it. And by the way, one of them was Lily. So that was weird. But yeah, because she was sitting up in the back where you could. Yeah. And I think Patrick says something like he thought that that was the kid. Oh, Oh, and then one of them said, I thought the kid was buried under all that. Right. Yes. Yeah, that was that was Patrick. And Graves insults. the. I don't remember what the kid's name is. But Graves insults the oh, kid's uh, name weird. It is... and basically s- says, just bullies that child <laughs> and says the kid's going to get beat up in school because of that name. Really? If I'm Johnny, I'm punching that guy in the face. But anyway, so they walk around, they hand some stuff to the fans and then a, and they talk forever. This is there's so much talking here. It's this just... is a house show. And I couldn't believe how much of a house show this was. But it's December, so that's the kind of stuff they used to do all the time. So it's not out of the ordinary. But now a guy in a hoodie shows up and he steals the bag of money. Of course it's The Miz, right? He tries to run to the back, but he's stopped by a homeless guy in a suit on the ramp. And the guy goes, go give Dexter his money back. And they all go in the ring and argue. And Miz says... That's my money. How in any way is that Miz's money? I don't know. It's, it, this is the worst. I really enjoyed all the stuff up till this point. Tonight was, but tonight felt like a Christmas show that was not in canon and didn't matter. And, and no it was, was way too it. early. It is the 12th. <laughs> so but it was a Christmas show. We haven't discussed this, Larry. They have not mentioned the taping schedule for this month into New Year. Hmm. So I don't know what's going to be live and what's going to be taped. I was assuming, I think we talked about it last week, that I was assuming that Triple H would want to have time with his family and he would want the wrestlers to have time with their family too. So, I'm sorry, we did talk about it once. But the point is, they haven't said anything yet. We have no news. So, maybe this week we'll find out the taping schedule. You know what, I should ask about that. I'm going to see if I can find out the taping schedule this week. So, I have to write that down because I'm going to forget. Um... Okay, so then Miz, everybody's in the ring arguing. Johnny mocks the homeless man, which is good. He's like, oh, I see how you did things on SmackDown. You suck. And Miz wants, he says, I'll do anything. I don't, he's, Miz says, I am poor. I will do anything to get that money back, even do a rematch. And that's where and they have to, they have to a, explain stuff. They're like, well, we, we've seen I you're know. not really poor. And he's like, well, I'm poor because my wife holds all the money. Yeah. You have my allowance, which. Yeah, I know. Imagine him having an allowance with a WWE multi-million dollar contract. But anyway, Johnny says, okay, how about this? Next week we'll do a ladder match. And wh- whoever wins has to pull down both bags of money. And Miz is like, why is there two bags of money? And they're like, because we're not going to put all this money in line and you put nothing on line. So Johnny's like being logical here. And Miz, you're going to have to put down just as much money too. And Miz goes, I don't have any money. <clears throat> and Miz says, okay, fine. I'll get the money. So he's a liar. 
Excuse me. And so the if Miz loses... So this is what I thought. I thought if Miz loses, he has to dress like an elf and hand out money. But no, no that's, that's today. Well, they that say, was the thing there. Th- that should have been, well, if you really want... But it was after they already agreed on the yeah. match. Yeah, and then they're like, Miz, get your elf costume. First of all, your elf costume. Why would he have an elf costume? I guess they meant the elf costume. But why is there an elf costume that they on know the would fit of- Miz on the 12th of December in this arena? I don't understand any of this. They couldn't get a Santa suit for Dexter, but they could. They have an elf suit that fits the Miz here? This is stupid. Whatever. EO exists backstage with damage control. And now it's EO against Candace. This poor match. This is this is like a ratings killer right here. And this is sad because Candace is great. EO is great. They're trying so hard in this match. This crowd just wants to be anywhere else. But Bailey, did you did you think this was going to be the did you expect this finish? Just the regular finish? No. So let me tell you what happens. So first of all, Bailey's on commentary, but I guess that was her idea and it was never scripted because they have no chair for her. They have no live headset. They don't just leave a live headset laying around. You have to engineer that. So they don't have that. So by the commercial break, she gives up. But that whole first segment of the match, the crowd's like just watching Bailey not be able to use her headset. They don't care about anything that's happened in the ring. Later tonight, they announce it's Asuka against Rhea Ripley. Oh, whatever. This match, though, hurts me and my feelings because these women are trying so hard. The crowd doesn't care. Io takes a poison Rana to the floor, right to the floor, dropped on her head. The crowd doesn't care. Over the moonsault, Io just wins? That's the end? Yeah, it was strange. Really? Huh. Okay. Oh, well. Not that we thought Candace would ever just go there to win. You know, the original plan with Bailey was Candace was going to be in damage control, right? Was? Uh, when when she pitched it to Vince, like way back when. So, you never know. Could happen. Backstage interview with Kevin Owens. Okay, this was good. Elias comes in to interrupt. Oh, okay, this was another thing it was I did like. Very, you know why? Because it was a face being smart. And that's Kevin Owens right there. Elias comes in to interrupt. And he's like, hey, Kevin, I'm interrupting you because I really want you out there in my corner tonight in my match against Solo Sokoa because we saw what Solo did to Riddle last week. Owens looks at him like, are mm-hmm. you nuts? He said, and he's Owens so upset. Starts, Owens gets bent out of shape quickly. He's like, do you think I forgot the months of mental torment you put me through? And Elias goes, no, that was my brother Ezekiel. And Owens is like, what? Why are you still saying that? So this whole segment's awesome. And then Owens is like, Owens is like, I remember you hitting me over the head with the chair. And Elias is like, well, I remember you taking out my brother. And he's like, that you're, you're the brother. It doesn't make any sense. He, Elias is like, that makes us even. And Owens is like, no, it doesn't. So, This is just amazing, the back and forth. And Elias goes, Owens, look, I need you out there. And Owens goes, you need me? And he walks away. And like five seconds later, he comes back. And you think he's going to go, okay. But he looks at Elias, he just stares at him, and he walks away again. He's just so so His timing is amazing. He's really good. He has got such a talent for doing anything the right way. He's gold. 
He is freaking gold. So, ladies and gentlemen, Elias. Oh my God. They're turning this riddle and rehab thing into a joke. They have a framed photo poster of riddle like he's dead. There are bongos on a pedestal. They are acting like this is his funeral. Then Elias pulls out Riddle's drugs, but it's really just lyrics rolled up. Uh Boy, that's funny with a guy that's in rehab. And Elias sings the song Riddle wrote, which lyrics are of Elias, You're My Bro song. And he he wrote that we're best friends. Why would he be best friends with Elias instead of Randy Orton? What? I don't know. Riddle really is coming off as somebody who just is desperate for friends. It's pretty much it. And drugs. Um, He says, Elias goes, now it's time for the solo, and Solo Sokoa comes out with Sami Zayn. They're like, we don't not that solo, but yeah, the match is Elias against Solo, and oh my God, spinning Solo, Solo just wins easily, which is how it Good. should be, right? Makes sense. Then a beat down on Elias, a Samoan spike. Solo grabs a chair and he's gonna chair neck Elias and do the Umaga crash my butt into your face and chair neck move that he did to Riddle to kill him off. But Kevin Owens is like. Fine, I'll help. He comes out, he runs in for the save. He does a stunner on Solo. Solo and Sammy run away and say, not today, let's strategize on this. And Elias is being, this is awesome. So Owens is standing there with a chair, ready to fight Solo some more, but Solo doesn't want to fight. And Elias is behind Owens, and he puts his hand on his shoulder. He puts his hand on Owens' shoulder, and Owens just turns around and stuns him, just like Stone Cold would do. Look at that. Why not stun Elias? So why not? So we're never going to get that story where Elias hits Riddle over the head with the guitar because no, of the drug thing. So heel turn was set up. Elias is just going to yeah. flounder around. I don't think he'll have to flounder long. I think he just all he has to do is hit Owens with another guitar. But I don't want that feud again. That's the thing. No, I, I think, think that's who does. But. I don't think we want to lower poor Owens to that level at this point. Excuse me. Now it's Oscar against Rhea Ripley. Green Mist to the constantly in the way Dominic. Excuse me, by Asuka. Burp. Um, Riptide, Rhea wins. Not much to say about that match. Now Lashley exists backstage and hops around. I think I missed that Seth Rollins hops around backstage late earlier. I forgot to say that. But backstage, Doctor checks on blind Dominic. Why do they have to make everything gross? Priest is like, well, at least it doesn't burn when you pee. Basically, yeah, well, he says. Really? And, but but then Rhea like gets insulted by that. What are we supposed like? It would to be think? from her. Yeah. But again, I don't buy that Dominic and Rhea ever no. even held hands. Okay. <clears throat> I don't buy it. Well, outside of that comment, we've never had any. Yep. It's <clears throat> because it's been a Graves-driven storyline. If not for Graves, that storyline doesn't exist. Dolphin, Dolphin, rude. No, Dolphin just rude. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph in a suit talks to the camera backstage. And what is the purpose of him talking about what he can't have the U.S. title? So I don't know. He's talking. So he's supposed to be talking to Theory, who I guess he's dead tonight, right? He's dead. Did he do the drugs? At this point, anybody could have. Wait till the end of the show. Anybody could have been popped for drugs. Not that I'm saying that guy did, because I don't think so. I think that's a story, but we'll see. Um, but But then again, who knows? Maybe he did. I got to start asking questions because I I didn't know any of this until earlier today. And I was like, 
what's going on with this drug testing? Um, but Dolph calls the U.S. title the workhorse title, which I don't think anyone has ever said. They always say that. Well, he had to say the workhorse title overall, which he mean right. Which we understood that that means that means that he would call the Intercontinental title that, but that's on the wrong show. Okay. All I wrote for this is Dolph, go away. I don't want this. What is his point? Well, he's in a suit. So once again, it's like alluding to the fact that he's going to manage Austin Theory eventually. Because you want a guy that can't talk to manage a guy that can't talk. So that's good. He's got a suit now. He does. Lashley comes out. But before the main event, we see pictures of Miz dressed like an elf. They don't even show a segment. They took this a picture. This was the, maybe the worst thing. It's so wow, lazy. that's so much fun seeing photographs. It's a photograph of Miz <clears throat> being crabby that he has to give kids presents. I like and he's to watch TV like to see photographs. Mm-hmm. I like to watch TV for two things. One, photo still shots. And two, Corey Graves to tell me all the story instead of showing me the story. Good job. Main event, Lashley against Rollins. Of course, it's a great match. Number one contender match. To see who fights theory for the United States title. And the finish is, um, oh, um, Lashley does that spot again where he's unstompable because he's so strong. So Rollins tries to curb stomp him and Lashley's neck is too strong. So it doesn't work. So Rollins has to go to plan two, which is, or is it plan B? I guess it's plan two also. Plan two from outer space, which is, Counter a Lashley spear into a pedigree. And I was shocked that Rollins just won clean like that. Like I thought there was going to be more to it. Well, I didn't know if Brock was going to distract, but then I realized, oh yeah, we have the other story. With I forgot all about that story because I had, because here's why last week we had a story where a homeless man in a suit that's supposed to have authority in WWE and he, but he doesn't know where a razor is. He, decided that because of an accident with PD Williams and Lashley, where Lashley accidentally <laughs> speared PD Williams, it was a complete accident. And homeless man even admitted it was an accident. He said, I know it was an accident, but if you do something like that again, you will lose your shot at this number one contender thing. So I'm thinking you have to do something like this before the match. Silly me. They did it after the match, which Lashley already lost the number one contender thing anyway. So anyway, the story comes back. Lashley's mad after Rollins wins. And he's like, hey, I don't think like I was too close to the ropes or I was whatever. I'm mad for whatever reason it is. Or maybe it's for nothing. He's just mad because he didn't get the title shot. He is arguing with a ref in the corner and another ref sneaks up behind him. But this is something I don't think you should ever do. You should never like if you try and grab somebody from behind, you might get elbowed in the nose because you don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. It's like a bad idea. So the ref grabs Lashley from behind and takes an elbow in the face. Maybe he didn't grab him. I don't, I don't remember. I, I didn't rewind it, but Lashley elbows this ref in the face. And then homeless Adam Pierce comes out and sa- says, <clears throat> I told you what would happen. If no, you, if you did another accidental thing and hit a, an official, well, he's no, you said you'd lose the title shot. shot. And Lashley, did he shove Pierce? What did he do to him? He's just like, get out of my way. And Pierce, yeah, and then Pierce got really mad. And Pierce gets up and he looks at him. He goes, you know what? You're fired. And Lashley's like, I'm what? And it, that's the end of the show. I'm what? So does Pierce Ten have that? 
does P- rusted does pierce have that power no that's going to be the story next week is he don't he doesn't have that much power i don't even know you don't think it's possible that lashley popped got popped two weeks ago and that this is how they write him out for a while wow are we just cleaning house on the drug thing i think it's too early to be guessing all this I, stuff, that's what i'm saying but- i don't know this at all i'm just asking i have no idea could be nothing could just be a storyline but it seems weird and then Shotzi magically has a broken hand for like a month. Mm. Isn't this weird? I think it's weird. It's weird. I think people got popped. I think it's going to seem weirder if we go a couple of weeks and we're noticing, oh, these are all for real. They're yeah. all. Hmm. Oh, well. Unfortunately, with these, it's time will tell. And sometimes I can get answers and sometimes I can't. And sometimes I know things and, and it I have to wait till they actually come out because I'm not allowed to say. But right now I don't know anything about this. So that's that. Maybe next week, Joe. But I'll be on the drugs. So you Larry next week will probably uh. be on the drugs. So it's one of you want to listen to that show. He's gonna <laughs> eat the drugs. In in he's gonna eat them because Riddle can't right now. Larry's going to. <laughs> Just to make him jealous. You're going to make Riddle jealous. Um, and again, we're allowed to joke about it because for some reason WWE thinks it's funny. So True. I guess we can think it's funny too. Um, anything else? Uh, no, but that was wrestling. It was... Uh... It was a little dull on WWE side and very much it... Here's the thing. Raw, I started late. So I was able to fast forward through all the commercials. I would say that if I had to sit through the full three hours with commercials like you did, Larry, I'd be upset. It was. I told you I was upset. I'm sorry. It felt like a bad Christmas recorded, pre-recorded It did feel like those years where they would record two or three. It really did. But as far as I know, it was live. So, in fact, no, I know it was live. I'll try and find the taping schedule for next week. I took a note on my phone. Um, I will. That doesn't mean I'll get the answers. Um, or if I get no answers, it could mean just because that means the shows are all going to be live. Um, but usually they at least tape NXT. So you would think they're going to do that, but we don't necessarily cover that. So whatever. NXT is kind of crappy. Um, even though that, like I said, that scramble match was great. And the New Day against um, Pretty Deadly match was really, really good too. So. You'd be shocked at how good that match was, but pretty deadly are awesome. So, I was going to say I would, I would think that match would be decent. Yeah, pretty dead. They did a quadruple Eddie Guerrero spot. It was incredible. <laughs> they brought in the title to cheat, and they just like hot potatoed it, and the one pretty deadly guy potatoed it to his own guy. It was amazing. But they all dropped to the mat, and it was it was just wonderful. So, but anyway, so there, there was, there was a lot of good, don't let WWE fool you. There was a lot of good wrestling to watch this weekend in this past week. So pick out what we said to watch, watch it. That would be what Moxley against Takeshita, the double dog collar match, the, uh, uh, the, I like the acclaimed match, the acclaimed against FTR match, the, um, iron survivor men's match, even the new day, pretty deadly match. Those are all on the list of pretty freaking great things to happen this week so i mean right there that's a lot of really good things um so now i'm looking forward to tomorrow this sucks because 
tomorrow night is the uh, final of the what is it called again? The Super Juniors uh, and Tag League in New Japan, where Carl Anderson's going to drop the Never Title, and we're going to get oh, yeah. we're going to find out the two teams that are going to go on to Wrestle Kingdom, which I think it's going to be Aussie Open against FTR at Wrestle Kingdom, and I think I had predicted that a long time ago because it makes sense because they've wrestled each other before. And I have a feeling that's where FTR are going to drop the IWGP titles. So, tag titles. So, this is the beginning of FTR starting to slowly drip these titles away. So, the, the, dream, the, yes, the dream of having all the titles plus AW, I don't think that's ever going to happen now. I think that those dreams are over. That's never going to be a thing. Which kind of makes me sad. Um, but anyway, my point is... Um, it's sad for me because that's on tomorrow night, like in the middle of the night. I want to say it's, I don't know if it's on 11 o'clock or at 2.30 in the morning, whatever time it's on. There's a scheduled power outage coming up and they have to do maintenance and stuff. So I might not even be able to see it live. So I'm very sad about that. So I'll probably have to see it in the morning, but whatever. That's fine. Scheduled power outage. Isn't that, a, that's the thing in California, Larry. That's what well, at least they tell you. Prevent wildfires and stuff. They turn off your power for a little bit and then they could fix stuff and then they turn it on and then they're like the next week they're like, oh, we have to turn it off again. But anyway, nobody wants to hear about that. What they want to hear about is um, listen to the show next week. Larry is going to eat drugs, I think. And then um, also go to patreon.com slash smart wrestling fan. Also, don't forget to go to smart wrestling fan.com or use the, the and use the PayPal link or just use this link paypal.me slash SWF podcast donate so Larry could eat even more drugs because he gets 20% 25% of all that money just by using the code smart wrestling fan 69 that's right so do that and um, I believe that's our show everybody so thank you so much for listening we appreciate it and until next time bye everybody This is for Joe Negron, attacking me in backyard monsters. It's not funny. I'm just a little kid. What are you, like 70? Stop being so mean or I'm telling Facebook. I hate your dumb face, you dummy.